Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the fifth anniversary. This is Austin Theory, and you're listening to WrestleCast Radio all day. Hey, hello to all my friends of WrestleCast Radio. This is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite wrestling radio shows. Hey, what's up, guys, from WrestleCast Radio. This is Humberto Carrillo, WWE Superstar. You are listening to WrestleCast Radio. El Latino. Está en la casa, baby. Welcome to WrestleCast Radio. Hello there. This is the aerial assassin, Will Ospreay, coming from you live from the Tokyo Dome in Japan. And you are listening to WrestleCast Radio. What's going on? This is the man of the hour, Leo Rush, the 24-year-old piece of gold himself. And you are officially listening to WrestleCast Radio. Shit, we're back. Episode two twenty eight, little Kazuki Harada, bringing us in here. I had, I had the, to. The, the, the hoverboard, the hoverboard included. <laughs> yeah, with his arms out, spinning in a circle. Oh, yeah. the, the long hair, I think, makes him look distinguished. Uh, it makes him levitate uh, better on the hoverboard. Um, <laughs> And the match with Hiromu Takahashi. Yes, New Japan's Hiromu Takahashi, your IWGP uh, junior heavyweight champion, uh, took on Harada. In, well, which Peter Pan was the Ultimate Party 2023? Yeah, this was uh, Ultimate Party uh, 2023 from uh, a couple weeks ago. Over on Russell Universe, uh, check that out, russell-universe.com, if you want to put that into your browser. Don't make the same mistake uh, Ryan made here a couple weeks ago. Uh, (laughs) A lot has happened, uh, Ryan, not only from that match. uh, We we made an appearance at at Dynamite and the Rampage tapings over in Minneapolis, uh, November 29th. Uh, I saw the double that night, and I'm not talking about MJF, even though we did see him live in the ring. Uh, as well as many men with uh, devil costumes, but uh, that'll be for WrestleCast after dark. That a whole experience. Uh, <laughs> we had a major return. A man who has made multiple returns in multiple years, but multiple returns in two different companies within I don't know four months of each other, if not less. Uh, but the big news, Ryan, 
I would say, in the wrestling world, is someone is coming back to a company that is also returning come the new year, which is uh, TNA Wrestling. So this is a where, man, where we were going to go that you wanted to ask a me. A man who has not been with this company since he had such a horrific time, but made a few good friends some super dicks, if you might, uh, you might say. Uh, Kazuchika Okada, Ryan, is coming back to TNA Wrestling for the Snake Eyes event in the Palms, Las Vegas. A, why are we not going yet? And B, uh, what do you think of this news of Okada coming back to TNA Wrestling? I think it was bound to happen just for the fact that Everybody has a so good that event just now. Happened. What's that? That event just happened. You said bound for. Oh. <laughs> yeah. ah, you're funny. We'll play that hero Hito clip now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think now that it's got the Moors running things, people enjoy being there again. The the stink's mm-hmm. gone. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I think that's part of the reason why it's like, why not give it another shot? I'm I'm sure he talked to Kenny in the Bucks and um, you know Will Osprey and guys like that who all had positive yep. experience and said and Osprey right, is heading back the same event. Yep, because uh, it's Okada's tagging with the Machine Guns, I believe. Correct, correct. Yeah, they cannot so, moose Brian Myers and Eddie Edwards. I wonder who's going to eat the pin in that match. Uh, Brian Myers for a thousand. <laughs> or Eddie Edwards, I guess. I mean, we might be in Vegas for that, so I mean, you could place that bet. <laughs> yeah, let's go. But I, I think it's just, you know, it was inevitable, and I don't see why you don't do it. Yeah, no. Uh, speaking of an inevitable, I did not believe uh, that this would be a topic that we would discuss, but within the last, uh, I would say little over a week here, the news of Okada's contract with New Japan Pro Wrestling is coming to an end uh, at Jan- in January of 2024. Um, as Ryan has stated in the past, usually the contracts with New Japan Pro Wrestling and Bushi Road uh, gen- generally will, you know, end within the January, you know, that first month of the new year, you know, after your big shows at Wrestle Kingdom and the newly returned New Year's Dash but Okada, you know, kind of getting some feelers with Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, Okada, you know, over the years has visited, you know, uh, WWE production. Uh, of course, obviously, has visited with All Elite Wrestling, uh, you know, kind of coming in with a couple of big matches. One rematch that we will get, uh, you know, coming up at the Tokyo Dome here on the 4th of January at Wrestle Kingdom. But Ryan, where do you think Okada, if he does decide to leave... I mean, an easier schedule. I mean, you can kind of look at both, but, you know, the wear and tear on the body, a little bit more money possibly with the, the WWE, which has shown interest, um, as well as with Julia and, and her stardom contract. Um, did you ever think that Okada could be a free agent? And, and do you think there's a possibility that the man is going to see way more rain than the Midwest has over the last couple of years? <laughs> Do you, do you want my thoughts and analysis, or do you want my answer? Because I have a, I already, I have an answer right off the bat for you. 
So your answer is going to be New Japan. You think he's just going to stay? Okay. Oh yeah, his wife is more famous in Japan than he is. If he has to come to the E, he's going to have to like his wife's going to have to move with him. He's not doing that. Yeah. Yeah, but if I, she does voice work. I mean, you can do that anywhere. Yeah, but she's like, a, like a, I believe she's like a like a head news anchor too for like. Oh, their she's, main, so she's like, a news anchor. Man, they do yeah. it all, all everything. Yeah, she's like she's like a bigger celebrity than Okada is over there. Oh wow! Because um, I reached out to I reached out to a couple people that I know that live in Japan to to ask about her because I didn't you know have the best answers. And yeah. um, one of them, uh, Coco Sports, he's streaming right now on Twitch. Uh, if anyone's on Twitch, check him out. He he does some some good stuff. But um, he goes to. Like he's actually on one of the Noah YouTube videos where they're polling the the people waiting at Corican, um, who they're cheering for, and everyone you know is it's in, you know everyone's in Japanese, and then him he shows up and he's like Keno, Keno, Jake Lee, ugh, Jake Lee, gross. <laughs> he's like Keno, <laughs> baby. So he he's he's really in. I think uh, somebody from Dragon Gate's actually his neighbor, uh, but oh wow, I won't go into that part, but. Um, I hope it's a game. Yeah, and and when I asked him about it, um, he's like, "Oh yeah, she's way more like more famous than he even is." So yeah. like, it would be hurting. It would be a disservice to her. Now I could here. I'll say this: if I had to rate it, I'm gonna go New Japan one, AEW two, WWE last because Tony would let him stay there. Yeah, and just yeah. fly over, and I think that's fine. Like, I think he'd be okay with that. But I just, I mean, his love for Antonio Inoki, what he means to that company, what he's done for that company, I just, I just don't. Hey, TK's rocking that scarf. I mean, so he's got that, you know, Kanokiism, if you will, um, mm-hmm. or Kanokiism, you know, here stateside. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it it could be. I mean. You know, I think he's going to do more shows in the States, but I don't think he's going to leave New Japan. I just don't. It's just one of those guys where I just don't see it ever. You know, it's like, like, because in like a way, Austin, you're, like you're merging both companies. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, but, but it seems like New Japan is always, you know, partnering with the new company every four months. So in a way, you know, he he can kind of get his hands in in a few different cookie jars, you know, in the wrestling landscape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just I don't I don't see him I don't see him taking off. But I mean, stranger things have happened. You know what I mean? I mean, do you think he could? We could see a Kazuchika Okada is all elite, but it's kind of like a hybrid contract. You know, maybe that's something where with a lot of foreign talent, bigger names, where. You know, maybe AEW pays majority of the contract, but New J- you know New Japan pays a third or, or something like that to retain him for certain events. You know, I mean, maybe, you definitely but... could you could work this a lot like DDT and Kanosuke Takeshita if you mm-hmm. really wanted to. You know, but I think it's I just suppose be... so. Is he still under? I mean, because obviously he still makes appearances. He had the the uh, double main event matchup with the with Chris Jericho um, at the same Ultimate Party. Uh, for DDT there. Did you so, get to watch so he's that still in... Oh, yeah. Oh. Was that the best Jericho match in, in like, the last 10 years? I, I wouldn't say 10 years, but I'd say probably since the pandemic. 
like I think that might have been the best Jericho match I've seen that's a one-on-one match since maybe him and Michaels in his suit Jericho era run. Oh, man, that's 08. That's 15 years ago. Yeah, it just, I could not believe how hard he worked. When he's in Japan, he's good. Like, I mean, I know you didn't, I mean, besides him and Okada, they they just don't have chemistry, unfortunately. Yeah, there's Uh, nothing you can do. But him and Naito, which, uh, no, you were there for him and Kenny, right? No, I was there for him and Naito. You were there for him in that. Because I was there when Kenny lost the, the title to Tata. That's right. That's right. Um, but, well, I mean, if you, Those you go back, you know. Okay. Okay. Yeah, him and Omega, I thought, always put on good matches. I, I thought that was a hell of a thing. Um, so maybe there's <laughs> there's my thing is that that might be the best match I've seen him have since the New Japan stuff. Yeah. Like I, I love a lot of his multi-man stuff he does in in AEW. Like he's really good in those matches. He's a he's always been a great plunder guy. Him and Osprey was good. Yep, him and Osprey was from, good from All In. He's he's just really good at putting together plunder matches. I think, mm-hmm. um, and I I think a lot of it. Maybe people would disagree, but I think a lot of it has to do with his days in War because they were a plunder company where. He just learned from Otani and, you know, guys like that, how to do it. You know, maybe not the death match, but how to put together, you know, shenanigans and shit to have yeah. things happen. Yeah. So I, I think a lot of the credit becomes, <laughs> comes from that. Better than Abushi nowadays. <laughs> Who I have thought so... We'd be like, wow, I'd rather watch a, Jer- a Chris Jericho match than a Kota Abushi match uh, heading into 2024. <laughs> but guess what? what? Kota, I mean... Who's main eventing a show in 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 Japan? It's not Jericho. Yeah, he was a double <laughs> main event, but you didn't go on last. But who's coming on last at the first show with Noah this year? People, Crazy Noah enough, fans Kota in Japan are pissed. By the way, yeah, because the GHC Heavyweight Championship is not the main event. What do you mm-hmm. think about that? Why why do you think should they do a vote? I think they should. There's there's talks of people saying that they might, de- like there's 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 a genuine group of people who think that they should be they should do a vote like they did with Tana and uh, Nakamura. Yeah. Um, on giving Cano, especially Cano being his first title match. Yeah. And like it's a perfect like he's not going to lose the Manabu Soya. But Soya's a good worker. Like, it's that's, really a that's good a match that you're gonna yeah, exa- and they've built this up. It's not like it's just a random ass match. This has been building and brewing for literally all year, if not way longer with their history here. Uh, but Mara Fuji, what he has one good match with a Will Osprey, and I mean Will Osprey can literally you know have, have a match with with Gilbert, and people are like oh shit, <laughs> that might be on my top ten list, Zach Gowan. <laughs> Um, but I mean, you have one match, and then you're putting in Kota Ibushi, who I don't know what was worse, Ryan, with with that Sega Genesis match a few weeks ago on Dynamite. Him trying to ride a bike, even though he literally just rode a bike in a DDT show like a week a week or so prior, or the weak pipe hitting that he was doing. Was that? I mean, if you're going to go to war with the, with the Yakuza on, on the Twitter man, Ibushi. Uh, you gotta you gotta up your pipe game skills, right? <laughs> you know, I I 
I think January 2nd is going to be very telling because I think if Marafuji looks better than Kota Ibushi does in this match, I think you can comfortably say that that Ibushi's washed. Marafuji's all elite. They're going to make him all elite in by Revolution. <laughs> now that's 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 a guy that won't go anywhere. No, like no, that. but but that's so wild to me. Like I I'm more excited, obviously, with me just trashing one Kota Ibushi, which his American counterpart, uh, Mr. Jordan, uh, last name redacted. Um, I, I don't see Jordan going down that road, thankfully. So I, I think our version of Ibushi will, will stay intact. But this is an interesting card that Noah is throwing in the, for the new year. Uh, as Ryan stated, January 2nd. Um, is, why is this a random New Japan crossover uh, show by, by chance? I think like, it's what, just because they're, the they're running a big venue for their New Year's show again. So it's just... It's like DDT. You just bring in names to sell more seats. That's all. But I mean, every match is like, you know, New Japan versus Noah. Noah versus New Japan. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, Masaki Tamiya and, I mean, Tomohiro Ishii. Oh, my That's God. That's my main event. That's yeah, my main I, event. I was waiting for you to bring that match up to me when I heard about it. I was like, oh. I'm not going to tell Alex. I just want him to find out yeah. on his own. And I'm pissed that that's like the third match on the like that's gonna be on there. And and dude, I that it. card's gonna be great, man. This I can't... card is very good. I mean, like even I... the international sensation match with the uh, you know just three well, good looking guys. You have, you have the whole card. Why don't you run down the card from the opener to the end? For uh, I mean, you're you're running GHC Junior Heavyweight uh, Tag Championship in a three way Ninja Mac, and apparently I'm wrestling uh, Alejandro. Uh, We'll be taking on Dragon Bane and Alpha Wolf, who are the champions. I don't know who they are, but they're going against Yohei and and Tadazuki. Tadasuke. Tadasuke, yeah. I was like, huh? Why did I say that incorrectly? But that's insane. International Sensation Six-Man Zag Match. Jack Morris, who, who, I mean, he's easily top five breakthrough yeah. Wrestler of 2023. Oh, shit. That dude came in and, and took and, Wagner's title. And Wagner's one of and the best Anthony Green. going. Yep, yep. Taking on, uh, you know, Eodel, uh, Dr. Wagner Jr., Vinny Massaro, and Titus Alexander. Two oh, names Titus I haven't Alexander heard. Is awesome. In forever. Yeah, He's that's so going to be good. a match. He's um, the guy I've been saying is going to be the next big indie guy that gets signed and play. I said, just watch. Just wait. And you're gonna watch and wait on this next match. Two legends, uh, the you know the king of bread style, bread club, uh, <laughs> Satoshi Kojima taking on Goshi Azaki, the lariats, the chops, the chops, the lariats. Whose chest is gonna burst first, Ryan? <laughs> Let's be real, it's Shizaki. Uh The aforementioned uh, Alex's main event, uh, Masaki Tamiya will be taking on. Um, Hall of Famer, <clears throat> Tomohiro Ishii, the Stone Pitbull, in a match I cannot wait for. A special Tokyo Joshi Pro matchup uh, tag team. Uh, Joshi, a great uh, Sakuya, and Nagisa Nazaki would be taking on Hiroku Umasaki and Miyuki Takasi. Ryan, well, I apologize Takashi, for butchering maybe. these names, but my God, uh, great. the great Sakuya. 
I mean, what can you what can you tell the listeners about her? Uh, I don't know shit about the great. Oh, wait, the great. Sorry. Oh, that's the great Buddha's daughter. Yes, okay, that's what I was thinking. What? That's her debut. Yeah, it's it's Buddha's daughter. Wow, I'm surprised he didn't finagle that to be the main event for this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, great Buddha's baby or baby ages rapidly, revealed to be the great Sakuya. They said the joys oh, wow. of parenthood go by in a flash. One second you have a little baby, the next a fully grown adult making their own way into the world. Just ask the great Moody, great Muda, the legendary musketeer of New Japan, recently returned to Noah, finding a baby in the wilderness and nursing it to health with the help of his famous green mist. In the follow-up, the baby has grown to adulthood, and after oh, being given a the mystery- movies that he was filming. <laughs> And after being given a mystery uh, concoction by her father, Winston Payne, before donning one of Muda's entrance hoods and being rechristened as the Great Sakuya. So that baby grew like it was in Twilight, like rapidly. It was imprinted in a cave. That's all I saw was Muda in a cave. (laughs) And we get the Great Sakuya. (laughs) Great Sakuya, yep. I'm I'm fucking all in. Nagisa Nozaki taking on Miyuki Takase, who was part yeah. of the 2022 Royal Rose Festival, by the way, oh, uh, for those of you go. who are Summit fans, and uh, yeah. Haruka Umasaki. Let's go. I want to see you go. Yeah, definitely go over the rest of the card. One second. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been intrigued for the rest of this. I, got, I actually haven't seen this full card yet. Pro Wrestling Noah, the New Year 2020. Yeah, that, that, uh, here we go. So we got, as you mentioned, Dragon Bait Off, Whoop, Yohei, Tadasuke, Ninja Mac, Alejandro, Jake Lee, Jack Morris, Anthony Green versus Hiho, Dr. Wagner Jr., Vinny Macero, and Titus Alexander. Noah versus New Japan, the two matches, Masaki Miya, Tomoyo Ishii, Goshiyazaki, Satoshi Kojima. And then, as I mentioned, was the great Sakuya and Nagisa Nozaki. They got Haruka Umasaki and Miyuki Takase. Then we have Takashi Sugera versus Oka Sasaki in a wrestling symphony match. Zack Sabre Jr. and Yoshinawi Ogawa taking on Hiroshi Tanahashi and Hayata. I don't know if I want to barf or be happy for that one. Um, oh, I just Oh, I love Ogawa, but I'm also just so over Ogawa. Um, junior Heavyweight Championship. Oh, God. Daga, the champion versus Aita. Let's hope Aita can take the title. Uh, we got House of Tortures added to this. Evil and Yujiro taking on Kaito Kiyomiya and Ryohei Oiwa. And then your double main event. Keno making his first GHC defense. This is his third. Uh, his third one is champion, I believe, taking on Manabu Soya, uh, former Congo mates going at it. And then Naomichi Marfuji, Kota Ibushi. I just, I, I hope that Abushi isn't washed. I hope he, he really can, can still find it in there somewhere. Because I really am terrified, man. I'm really terrified. Um, I don't know. He just, he, he almost looks like he has like jaundice lately. It's just, it's weird. 
Um, also, we're going to have a match. Uh, Teriyaki, Super Crazy, Atsushi Kotege, and Muhammad Yone taking on High 69, Kai Fujimura, Daiki Inaba, and Hajime Ohara. And then on the pre-show, Shuji Kanda and Juta Miwaki take on Taishi Ozawa and Yu Owada. So a couple pre-show matches that we uh, just found out about as well. But this Noah show looks really good. There's a lot of good stuff coming up. I'm excited, too, uh, not to jump course too bad, but uh, All Japan uh, will be having a tag title match in the future. I believe it is on, like, January 14th or something. But the team that won the Real World Tag League Hokuto Mori and Katsuhiko Nakajima, the current G or uh, 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 Triple Crown champion over in All Japan, there uh, are taking on the Saitos for the tag title. So that means that Nakajima isn't just dropping the title to Miyahara and leaving on New Year's Eve, if that's the plan. Even if he drops the title, he's not leaving, it looks like, right away. So we still are going to get some more Nakajima. I think having him in Noah is fantastic. I mean, All Japan is fantastic. Do I think he still could end up joining New Japan before, like, the new beginning in Sapporo or some shit? Yeah. Do I want it to happen? No. Has he been great in All Japan? Yes, he's been a blessing, breath of fresh air. Uh, but I just I still don't know if he's going to stick around. And that's, I think, my biggest concern with how great some of these shows and everything going on, uh, you know, just a couple weeks here. Yeah. But that is Noah the New Year uh, 2024. And I am so, so they just added this match on the 10th, the Ishii Masakita Mia. Um, have you seen the, have you seen the poster for it? Yes. Posters well for just for that single match. Yeah, there's an explosion behind the two of them. No, but I want that on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, an interesting card. I mean, uh, again, like you mentioned, uh, you know, we got Kiyomiya and and uh, you know Ryohei. I got him horrible at names. Oyawa uh, uh, taking on you know again the House of Torture match. Uh, Yujiro, I mean, getting that, getting that yen. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna hate, but uh, what's the basis of that match? I couldn't even tell you. I, I threw up as much as uh, I did when you got back when you weren't there. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I, my skin it. was irritating. I was wearing a Minnesota Wild hoodie, and Damn. my Chicago knit uh, was like, take that, take that team off. Um, but yeah, I mean. <laughs> A pretty strong show. I, I mean, I would say probably maybe a little bit stronger than, than last year's New Year's show, of course, with that being, you know, the, the great Muda's uh, final go-around. Um, was that the Muda or was that the uh, Muto? It was Muto, right? Yeah, because Muta was the uh, – that was the final bye-bye. That was the Dr. final Moore. bye-bye. Okay. So that was the KG Amuto match where I watched – in Okaboji, Iowa, eating a frozen Gino's East deep dish. That man said he was in Okabajudi. It's in 5.30 a.m. on New Year's Day. Only yeah, one of yeah, in the dark. Nakamura Muda and Kaito Kiyomiya de- defeating Keno, which was not the main event either last year. So last year, they weren't the main event either. Kano, back-to-back, no of the New Year's, seven-maining for the heavyweight title. 
No respect, I tells you. What's up with that? <laughs> yeah, um, that last year was when we got that uh, one of my favorite matches still this year. It was that Takakoji versus uh, uh, Marakenta. The it was oh, Sugara yeah. and Kojima against Kenta and Marafuji. Yeah, that was, that was fucking excellent. awesome. <laughs> that was really good. Speaking of awesome, you've been watching uh, Overtime here, the the DDT uh, yes. Duo Grand Prix, man. Uh, what a handful of shows, about what, four shows so far? Uh, yeah, there's been three. The fourth show was on the ninth. Um, it actually okay. just dropped today on Wrestle Universe. So I oh, haven't nice. seen spoilers yet, but I haven't seen it. They were in uh, Osaka on um, on the ninth. So I'm going to watch. That's what I'm going to do after we're done here is I'm going to get caught up on that. The 21st, I believe, is the one of the big last shows at Corican. But, you know, through three nights, it's been fun. Um, Yuki Onaya, who I'm not a fan of, you know, that's the big, tall, blonde guy, uh, is 3-0, and oh, six points. Wow. Yeah. The, each person has five matches, and he's running the table. Um, Mao is 2-1. and one. Chris Brooks is one and two. Ray Saito and Cannon are both one and one. And then Kazuki Kazuki Sokyo. He's uh, zero and three. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> and then in the in the uh, A block here, did I not? Did I get that in there? I don't think I added that. Let me add that right quick. Did I get Endo's win on there? I didn't. Okay, cool. So Tetsuya Endo is one and one with two points. He beat Yuki Ino, who's one and one with two points. And who did I miss? Uh, and then Daisuke Sasaki and Yuki Ueno. Ueno, the new champion, they went to a draw. Ueno is one and one with three points. Daisuke Sasaki is one and one with one point. And then Hiroshima and Kazusada Higuchi both at one and one with two points. Oh, nice. So that's where we're sitting. Um, night one, just really quick, just just fast results for everybody. Um, you know, I, I would say if you're a completionist, you know, go out of your way to watch them because it's only, I think, seven shows, and there's no more than five matches tournament-wise on each show, so it's not a lot. Um, if you're somebody who just kind of flies in for certain things, come in for the guys you want, or, you know, if you hear anything that, that catches you, you're obviously recommendation-wise with scores, but... uh uh, night one was uh, Ray Saito and Mao. I went two and three quarters. Uh, Harada and Cannon, I went three stars. Yuki Ino and Hiroshima, I went two and a half. Uh, Chris Brooks, Yuki Onaya, I went three and a quarter. And then Yuki Ueno, Kazusada, Gucci, I went four stars. Uh, night two, Chris Brooks and Cannon went three stars. Uh, Harada and Mao, two and a half. Sasaki and Higuchi, three and a quarter. Naya and Saito, three. And then Hiroshima, Endo, I went three and three quarters. And then lastly, night three, uh, Harada Yuki Onaya went two and a half. Uh, Endo Yuki Ino went three and a half. Sasaki Yuki Ueno, three and a half. And Mao Chris Brooks I went four and a quarter. Night three has been the best night so far. Uh, with okay, nice. Four and a quarter, easily a notebook match. And two matches, three and a half that you could. I, I wouldn't judge anybody for putting them in there. So night three has been, been probably my favorite night so far. Um, okay. One really cool thing, though, is now that Yuki Ino, you know, he's freed himself of the pheromones. He went to rehab, and he's pheromone-less now. Uh, he beats Hiroshima night one with his new with his 
just normal person gimmick. And he beats him. He, he hits a spear on him. Hiroshima kicks out. And as he goes back to, to get ready to do another one, Hiroshima sits up and he charges him and spears him while he's seated. I've never seen that before. That was pretty disgusting. <laughs> so he gets a dub with that. But, yeah, I mean, Dio, uh, you know, night four I'm going to watch tonight. Uh, and, and it's, you know, it's one, two, three, four, five, six. You know, it's it's probably a seven eight night show. It's it's really easy watch, oh, nice. but it's been fun. I've enjoyed it so far. None and and none of the shows are you're gonna watch for more than about an hour and a half with tournament matches. If you just do that, well, that sounds like a good watch. I mean, it definitely, like you said, uh, night four just dropped, and just three more uh, after that. Here, I believe what January third, uh, Karukin should be the finals. Correct? Yep. Yep, they're 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 um they're January Cork and New Year's Eve or New Year's Day type show. Um, that is where they're doing the finals. They're still going to team with Big Japan on New Year's Eve to do the um the cross promotion tag tournament that they always do. Um mm-hmm. so when uh when uh when the homie on on uh the the social media website I will not name gets me more of the uh the bootleg videos, I will send the Google Drive your way like I do every year for that. <laughs> nice, thanks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's the deal. Um, I guess, I, I guess if we're talking, why don't we? Why don't we go over any shows and results we need to cover quick before we get into the things where we're going to have actual talking, discussions, opinions, arguments, love fests, the whole nine yards that we're going to get to on some stuff. Okay, we'll get the quick part out of the way first. Um, the Fantastic Gate show, did you watch that from uh, Corican on the 5th? I did not. That was the triple threat match, right, with uh, hip-hop? No, that's uh, Final Gate. Oh, that's Final Gate. Okay. For some yeah. reason, I thought so, I saw there was, like, another match with him. So what this show was, and, and you know, this is what I same kind of thing if people want to fly in for, you know, I'll give you quick ratings. We can just go through it. Not a lot to really dissect because they got one more Corkin before Final Gate. That's where I think a lot of the big shit's going to happen. But um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, Yamadoi uh, made a tag team reappearance. Arguably one of the greatest tag teams ever. Um, if you if you look at the, their body of works, how great they were. But Yamato and Doi took on uh, Hip Hop Kikuda, Madoka Kikuda, and Royoya Tanaka. Uh, I would three and a half on that. We saw a uh, M3K versus uh, Natural Vibes six man. I went three and a quarter. Uh, Luis Matos took on Kai. He beat him with El Tigre. Nice three stars. Oh, nice. Uh, but another, uh, it was like a combinational uh, Zebrats versus Natural Viper or Natural Vipers, Natural Vibes, but adding <laughs> Lucha to it. So it was KZ, Jackie, Funky, Kame, and Viento. Took on Shun Skywalker, Yoshiki Kato, and Demus, who those two guys have been doing DDT and Noah, and I think they were in All Japan and they're doing Drake. So they're just they're up here just getting rounds, and I think they're younger guys maybe. But I uh, think uh, Randy Orton would fit in fantastically with Dragon Gate. He oh he'd be fun. The Viper. Sorry. <laughs> he'd be, I think he'd be fun because he's because he's he's so serious. Like, could yeah. you imagine him working in there with Genki? <laughs> no, but him and Shun Skywalker would, would rock. 
Oh man, they'd both be nuts. See, you bring back actually him and Kota Minora, just like be like young Japanese version of like Randy Orton from when he was like twenty three years old. Damn, I love how it like it goes from a joke to now we're like fantasy booking. I mean, honestly, I mean, New Japan's the easy answer, but I mean, Dragon Gate's got an array of talent where we know we obviously, and he loves working with young talent. I mean, that would, that would be an in- interesting. Him and him and Yuki Yoshioka would be really good too. Him and King yeah. Z, yeah. Dude, you're on to something here, man. That was a good idea. I'm, I'm going to stick to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> step I made event. We got Yuki Yoshioka and Dragon Daya. Taking uh took on Ata and Dragon Kid. Oh wow. Weird weird teaming. Uh but your main event, Alex, I went notebook. Ishin, Zebrat's own Ishin, the young guy, defended the Brave Gate title against Hyo, part of uh Team Hug. Or Big Hug. Mm-hmm. And the Black Panther himself, Hyo, uh was getting crushed. And out of nowhere, he just lands the Samson driver. And we have a new wow. Brave Gate champion going into final gate with Yo winning wow. the title. Yep. I was like, oh, Alex is going to work. Was he tan? Yeah, he was tan. He had the suspenders. Yes. I'm about to check he that had the hair. Out. He, was, he was ready to go. <laughs> and I'm excited because it's under 13 minutes. Um, I, I will definitely have to it check was, that out. Yeah. It was... Uh, very reminiscent of like the uh, Kaito Ishida versus Kaisuke Okuda matches. Mm. Oh yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Just What's, those, um, just the sprints. Okay, okay, I'm down for that. Interesting. I like how they had yeah the final gate. God, that triple threat's gonna be insane. <laughs> Is there more of the card out for that yet? Luis Monte. Um, so that's where I got confused because when I was because Dragon Gate will come up on my feed, their their English uh, Facebook page, which is, which is fantastic. They give you results, but like you have to click in order to get it. Um, oh, cool! They give you a lot of stuff, but uh, let's see. No, nope. um, I think I found it. I I did find it. Okay, seven matches so far on the card here, Alex. Uh, we have a natural vibes team of Jason Lee, UT, and Jackie Funky Kame versus Dai. Full card. Did you see? Do you Daiki, have the full card? Yeah, seven matches. Kaito yep. Nagano and Ryoya Tanaka. Uh, Hyo defends the Brave Gate against Genki Horiguchi. Genki. Okay. I'm fucked with that. I'm down with that. Yeah. Uh, M3K, Masaki Mochizuki, Susumu Mochizuki, and Yasushikanda against Don Fuji, Kagator, and Ultimo Dragon. Uh, then we who's, get... who's Ultimo rolling up? In that match. Oh, oh man, uh, Yasushi Kanda is getting Lamaha strolled. <laughs> <laughs> um, eight man tag KZ, Big Boss, Shimizu, Strong Machine J, Kota Minora, Ben K, BB Hulk, Naruki Doi, and Shuji Kondo. I love it. And the teams will be decided by a lottery at the 1223 a fan meet and greet event. So, yeah, they're not going to know until it's so tight. <laughs> Because otherwise, if it was going to be natural vibes, I was like, is this finally where we get KZ to turn? But, I mean, 
I guess he still could plant the seeds because it'll be a, a random array, so it's not going to be full natural vibes. But who knows? Maybe he turns on on Strong Machine J to cost the uh, cost the team that. Son of a who bitch. Knows? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we get you know triple header, triple main event. This will be fun. Triangle Gate Champions, the wacky team. Yamato, Dragon Kid, and the man who carries all the gold because he said he's going to fucking Naga. Taking out Zebrats, Kai, Ishin, and Yoshiki Kato. Deeker and Dragon Naya. And and Yuki Yoshioka defending the Twin Gate titles against Alejandro and Kaito Kiyomiya. Man, so I could walk walk into Noah with uh, Dragon Gate gold is what you're saying. Mm Mm-hmm. That's tight. And then I'm down main event, Madoka Kikuda, Luis Monte, and Shun Skywalker for the Open the Dream. Oh, it's going to be good, God. man. This show is going to, oh, Christmas Eve is going to be tight. Do you think, <laughs> do you think, I, I wholeheartedly agree, I cannot wait for this uh, this, this show. Uh, Kaito Kiyomiya, from him getting buried by, by a very old man who, who wore a mask at times, who would spit out stuff out of his mouth. Anyways, who get jobbed by uh, Muta and <laughs> and and Muto? Um, and we thought this guy was going to be just a bag holder. You know, he even got dissed uh, going to the U.S. like he thought he was to get a tryout with the E. But ever since all that came out, Ryan, he's been doing a lot of freelance and, of course, you know, kind of being with the G1, uh, having a big, you know, New Japan, you know, <laughs> Pardon me, a New Japan, you know, kind of, oh, sorry, um, you know, kind of uh, splash there, but also, you know, kind of being in mm-hmm. Dragon Gate shows, various companies here. I mean, I would say this has been a very smart move on Kiyomiya's part. Where do you think the end game eventually will be for him, though? I mean, I think you got to hope he's going to end up in New Japan, right? That's the fair answer, but what's the sexy answer? Because him and GDT, that, they're done. Or him and, and Noah, they're done. Like, I, I don't think he could really go back unless it's, like, in two or three years. Right? I mean, he's on he's on the Noah show, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's in that tag, you know, special tag attraction match. Special tag attraction match. I mean, it's it's just hard. Like you don't want like you don't want Noah to keep like okay. I I went on this big diatribe when you were gone real quick about how good it was that Nakajima left Noah for All Japan and how mm-hmm. uh, Hakuto Mori and him won the Real World Tag League and January fourteenth they're getting a tag title shot against the Saitos for winning. It's so in my head I'm going hell yeah that's fantastic that's what we wanted to happen. You know, this means we don't know if, if he's going to win or if Miyahara is going to win because he's he's still being booked, you know, yada, yada. But at some point, it's like we got to stop hoping Noah keeps losing people. Because <laughs> they just, I mean, they ran like 80 shows last year. But they have talent and they have solid matches. And I would say they even have a, a, a greater depth 
of a roster than all Japan has. They got the but best yeah, production. But but all Japan better numbers, more excitement, a shot in the arm with Nakajima, you know, over the last couple of months here. You know, Yuma Iyagi, you know, just, just winning championships. Kenta Miyahara being the flag bearer of this company still, you know, meaning all Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, Noah just seems, bleh, like, again, they're doing Marafuji and, a, like, Abushi, but, like, three years ago, it's like, all right, sign me the hell up. Like, this is huge, but now it's like, huh? Like, you know what? It, the the problem with Noah is they just I don't know everything do they need is just Kenta flat. back is that what they need do they need Kenta back I don't know maybe I mean they need some you, you know what I mean it's just <laughs> everything kidding. just feels so flat yeah like but, the but match we liked and the Jake like, Lee matches cool. like I did I I didn't mind Jake Lee's championship run I thought it was more successful than Sonata's run. Yep, I thought I agree. Jake Lee had more charisma than Sonata. Yeah, Sonata's mm-hmm, a yep. sexy dude. But fuck, when Jake Lee shaved that, that facial hair, that goatee, it was lackluster. But when he had that bitch back on, he was putting <laughs> on good matches. I'm not going to lie. Follow, follow the follow the, uh, the stash there. But uh, I I don't know. Like, they, they have the talent, like, you know, Alejandro, Ninja Mac, uh you know, I never thought I'd like a triple A CMLL wrestler, but I, I enjoyed the Dr. E. Ho L. Wagner DDS so and so. I thought he had a tremendous championship reign with the GHC mm-hmm. uh, Junior Heavy there, and um, not the Junior Heavy, the the National. But I don't know. It it, it just seems like it's in flux where. It's still what New Japan for attendance. It's New Japan. It's got to be what Stardom. Yeah. And then is it is it all Japan? Then yeah. Dragon Gate, or is it Dragon Gate then all Japan? I think either way, Dragon Noah's Gate. on the bottom end. Yeah, and and like like I said, they ran and DDT. Like Where's DDT and all that? They're, DDT's they're a definitely love Noah. You, you know. The thing is, no, Noah ran like 80 shows last year or this year. Dragon Gate was doing t- over 20 a month. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. and they wonder why they don't compete with them. It's not hard. You're not doing anything. You're not giving me any reason to watch you. Like, and, and you know how much I, I'm a Noah guy. I love Noah. I've always mm-hmm. loved Noah. But you make me want to push you away. Like I don't understand. It's just it's you wouldn't, you wouldn't want you wouldn't want two of any of their wrestlers on that arc, would you? Any two of any of those wrestlers? Yeah, because Noah and Ark. Oh, wait! I, I'm not. I don't. I I think I'm screwing this bit up. That's uh, that's a Noah talk for no. I'm just kidding. No, you know, two of every, two of every animal. Yeah, yeah. Well, because that's that's why um, that's why Masawa named it Noah, is yeah. because he brought everyone over from all Japan on his ark when they all left New Japan or all Japan when uh, Baba's wife took over. Man, so it's it, it's interesting, especially when you have the Russell Universe, you know, and the the what is it? What, what the hell are these companies? Russell Universe, the, the streaming app, Cyber, yes, Cyber Fight. So, 
I mean, when you when you have that money backing you, and and again, fantastic production. I would say you know, top three production of of your your wrestling entrances and matches. To be fair, yeah, really oh, good yeah. commentary. Uh, they make you care, but like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, there's two or three matches, like, huh? And you have Cano, you know, and and you had a strong uh, faction in Congo to to kind of carry that out, but. I don't know. It, it just seemed ever since Shizaki, you know, got hurt and was out for, you know, the 10 months and that hurt. It all became lot, the Mudo show, you know, essentially. I mean, I get it. It was his retirement tour. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's weird because I've watched more Noah, it seems like, than, than definitely DDT. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe more than Dragon Gate, you know, might be tied, but, you know, it's, it's it's wild to me, and yet uh, definitely more well, than all Japan, unfortunately. But we got into Noah, but like you got into it, you were fall like like you couldn't. There was a point where you couldn't stop talking about uh, Masakita Mia. That's all you oh, talking yeah. about, Masakita Mia, Masakita Mia. Ever since the pandemic, where they crushed it with that cage match, but then they did nothing with him. Exactly. They and and this is one thing other people Noah heads argue. Is everybody was like, I was all about KG Muto and, and the retirement. We're going to get all this rub from it. And my argument, along with a lot of other people's, was how are we getting a rub out of it when he's beating everybody? There's no rub. Yeah, the rub exactly. hasn't happened because he's not losing. And it, all this is going to do is ruin the company's business because they're going to look like amateurs who couldn't beat this guy. And now, you know, you go yeah, back they, and you look at exactly it and it's like, happened. well, well, shit. You guys can't make stars because the one the ones you had just got their ass kicked. Yeah. You're not believable. That no, really and... hurt this company. That really yeah. hurt this company, man. And you can have and a people... company like all Japan, you know, have a champion, you know, ramsack their their roster, whether it's a Suwama or or a Kento uh Miyahara. But at least you're making their the opponents look strong. Where where Muto definitely was not, you know, making Roman Roman look strong in in any of those cases. Kiyomiya is the example of it all. Where it's just like it, it's better for him to just go away and and you know maybe start anew. Yeah, it's it's frustrating how bad that set this place back, and and it's like I get it. You got that little pop, you got that small rub, you got to run a dome show, you outsold Wrestle Kingdom. Hell yeah, you, you deserve to be proud of that shit. But you have to still do your business, and the only thing that this tells me is it's still Masala Rungai running this running shop, even though he wasn't supposed to be there anymore. That's all that this tells me. <laughs> what a regular Tajiri he is. <laughs> yeah, how'd you go with the jury to Singapore? How about that? The thing with all Japan, <laughs> while all Japan's working so well, is look at how different their year has been. You bring yeah. in, as you mentioned, Nakajima comes in. They they had some good stuff with Miyahara tagging and feuding a little bit with with Takuya Nomura. They're, you know, they brought in the strong hearts a bunch this year. Yuma Aoyagi got the title run. They got rid of Jake Lee. The beginning of the year, even yes. though it wasn't for everybody, they, they brought in at Sushi Onita and were running death matches. I mean, this company has done something different every other month, and they're at least throwing shit at the wall to see if it sticks. 
And that's why people are taking a liking to him is they're going, well, at least this company's trying to do shit. Let's give them the yeah. time of day. Whereas, percent. you know, whereas the other companies, it's just not happening. They're just not doing it. And I don't understand why. And and mm-hmm. losing someone like oh. Nakajima, I think, is is definitely good. I, I mean, it, it hurts them obviously, but I mean, I I don't know if it, it, you know, just like Jake Lee had to leave, you know, all Japan. I, I I think it was necessary. We all think it was necessary for Nakajima to leave leave Noah. Um, so it'll be interesting what what twenty twenty four brings. What what Kano. Uh, can do to hopefully rally um, rally this company and you know push them in strong into a, a new era. Finally, get out of Muda's you know shadow uh, since you know of course especially the early part of 2023 that that's all it was or it seems to be. So uh, anything else on the on the Puro uh, Joshi front, Ryan? No, I just you know, I look at that card again. It just frustrates me how good that freaking card is and how yeah. nothing none of it's going to mean anything. And it's going to look so beautiful, too. That's the shitty thing. Oh, my God. It's going to look really good. Kano's going to get some dope entrance and shit, and we're going to get this. It's going to look and like it's not even the main event. Are we going to get Omega with Ibushi? That would be wild. That would be wild. I don't think so, but that would be wild. <laughs> and we get, what is it? Funky Motel? Uh, <laughs> happy motel <laughs> um, The only other Puro thing that I think is worth mentioning And we can We can obviously get into it at a later Wrestle meeting, Kingdom Meaning well, de- Definitely Wrestle Kingdom um, We kind of talked Final We talked Final Gate um, yep. we, have, we have time to do Wrestle Kingdom Let's, let's, let's X out on Wrestle Kingdom Because it looks, this feels, it looks like a Wrestle Kingdom card in a way to me. So I want to give it. Because it's one night. <laughs> yeah. And everything looks like, I, okay, I don't want to, I shouldn't say everything. Like, I don't know about this Bishimon Hikuleo fucking match thing, but. Yeah. Um, that, that's beside the point. But, you know, I, I think it deserves our attention. Um, I had, there's three other American wrestling shows that have happened of note that would be worth whether we talk about it or just do a quick discussion or not. Um, I, I, once again, I think this is going to, this will get more deserving talk from us. I know for sure myself, I'm and potentially you, depending where, where it sits, but I just want to say, if you haven't done it yet, go on your Russell universe, go to the October 12th Shinjuku page. Bam. Uh, Family Detective Astronaut Produce Show and watch Fuminori Abe take on Takuya Nomura in a 25-minute match that I've, I think, Alex, I've narrowed it down where I can't put it over the, the, the two Omega, uh, Omega Osprey matches for sure, but I might sandwich them in between the two okay. is how high I may go on this match. Wow. I mean, it was um, a obviously, match. I, I just, it, it wasn't even a match. It, it was like, it was like watching, it's not even family. 
it was just like watching a, a, a good match. Like it was just, you, you set everything down. Like we, we, you know, you, you know, people that like go in the blows just for fun. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you, you just wrestle, you just have fun. And I don't know. It was the astronauts. I, I have a lot of respect for, obviously John Moxley has a lot of respect for them as well. Uh, oh, yeah, them on, on AW. Um, but, but, that match was just, it was like a love letter to what they love. And it was to the fans saying thank you for everything over the last, you know, decade or so. And, and, and this is what we're going to give you. We're going to give it our all, our love of, of this sport and this art. And, and we all just got to bear witness. And, and as Ryan said, just go to Russell Universe, Russell-Universe.com. Um, it's going to take a little little finding, but but definitely it's too much to say in the words. Let's just say it was you know it's love when you when you're hitting someone uh, with a fist on the top of their head multiple multiple times <laughs> and headbutts. I just you know I, I I talk about how you know what is a perfect wrestling match in my opinion. What what can that be? And I think Kenny Omega is. I don't give him enough credit when I give all the credit to like Osprey and Okada. I think that third O needs to be mentioned at every time because he, the greatest matches are, I mean, those three guys, if you look at Okada, Osprey and Omega over the course of 20, 2018 until 2023 this year, when we had Osprey and Okada main event, the dome, these guys have had arguably Five to seven, or however many, no, four, eight, we'll call it ten. We'll just say, we'll say there's been four Okada matches with Osprey, four Omega Okadas, and two Omega Ospreys. We'll just call it that. They've These three men have put on ten of the greatest matches I've ever seen in my entire life together. And it, it's just interchangeable how great they are. You know what I mean? Like it's Yeah, just, oh yeah. It, just, it doesn't matter which one you put in there. It's just, oh, we'll figure it out. We'll make it amazing. But there was just something about watching Nomura and Abe, who are a prominent tag team. You know, they're they're in my match or my tag team of the year list, hands down. But the match these two put on together, it, it to me is still their body of work. You know, I just I don't know if if I can pick a tag team that's had a better year than the two of them, just because of this match alone, Alex. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's still, at the end of the day, it's their body of work. They were against each other, so it's still the tag team. So, to me, it's still, you know, the same two wrestlers when you're, when you're looking at body of work. Because a lot of it, a good tag team is what they can do if they feud or go with together and things like that. But, I mean, this was just, it, it just was something magical i i i will never forget sitting on the floor watching that after you know the day after dynamite last week or two weeks ago yeah like i just remember looking at you going what are we watching what is fucking happening (laughs) (laughs) you know it it, it's it was just stiff and snug (laughs) and it had every aspect of a wrestling match you'd want and the finish was fantastic. It was finally one guy just had enough, and that, that was it. All right, I tapped. 
I thought she, I, I literally said to you, oh, my God, he's going to rip his leg out of the socket. And then yeah. I tapped. He was like, I was like nope. oh, shit. He really was ripping the leg out of his socket. <laughs> that dude tapped at that moment. Like, or mm-hmm. they're just that good. Yeah. Um. So I just, I just wanted to talk about that for a second. Like I said, it's, it's going to be in my top 10 for sure. Top three, potentially, you know, so I'll definitely be bringing it up, you know, in three, four weeks when we do awards, but mm-hmm. I just wanted to, before we left Piro, uh, bringing that up. No, thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. That um, is awesome. So what was the other match we watched? Uh, we watched Tarada and Hiromu. That's right. That's right. Which fantastic. I mean, it's true DDT fashion, multiple stages of, of hijinks. Um, the storyline, of course, you know, was, you know, Hiromu couldn't do any wrestling moves until he danced. <laughs> and it was like, what, two, three minute, you know, rounds of various uh, insanity. But, but great, great stuff. I mean, it's, if you've seen pictures of Kenny Omega dresses, you know, Cinderella or Jasmine or, or whatever, uh, or or the one uh, from a few years ago with, uh, what was it, Asuka and uh, Dino, was it? Oh, okay, yep. The, when they were dancing and, and whatnot. <laughs> um, just some good stuff, uh, and, and they continue that. And Aroma Takahashi, uh, you know, a little, you know, not stale, but you know, it's kind of hard in that landscape when you're wrestling the same guys over and over for the last like seven years um, in that New Japan Junior Division. Um, it, it was nice to see something different, and, and I'm sure he was relieved as well. But uh, yeah, it was, it was that was such a fun match. I, that would, that's probably going to be in my it would be in my top twenty for sure. Yeah, it, it was it was great. So I just I wanted to just put that over one more time. Um, before we get too far, but uh, um, so three shows in America that have happened that are worth, I guess, talking about. Um, don't have to, but I'm just bringing them up because they're the ones that are uh, that had some noteworthy, I guess, just because of who they are. But obviously, uh, full gear. Our last show that we did was the day or two days before, I think, the paper. Oh, so still haven't still haven't talked full gear. Um, I know. I know it's already been like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's been done. We know what's happened. We know what is. Yeah. Jay White is the AEW world champion, right? No, no. no, We learned who the devil was, right? Right. No, no, we didn't. We didn't. No one threw a tantrum or a fit after their match after losing. Correct. Like. Yes. That that they did. That they did, which was kind of cool because there was no drinking of blood. Right. No, we definitely saw that. There was some vampire shit as the crowd was chanting. Did we see a tag match with eight wrestlers, meaning four teams, and it was the most cohesive ladder match that we've seen in a long time? Did that happen? Yes, yes. With a lot of people that you wouldn't imagine being in a ladder match, which is why I think it worked so well. Uh, new TBS champion, rightly deserved. Uh, how about that pot that we witnessed in Minneapolis, though, for for the, uh, I was going to say Dark Order. Um, what the hell is the gimmick again? What's, uh, House um, of Black. House of Black. I was going to say the Deer of Black, but, but yes, the House of Black. Uh, Julia Hart, um, in, a, in a pretty pretty good for, you know, triple threat match in AEW. We know those can get a little uh, insane, insane uh, in the ring. 
But shout out to Chris Statlander, a, a good run, you know, kind of ending Jade Cargill's uh, tenure and reign as TBS champion with AEW uh, earlier this year. Uh, but Julia Hart snatching that title. Um, but Statlander being a prime piece in this AEW women's division. Well, how do you think Statlander's been since she's come back? Uh, not only from Andromeda, uh, but also from her injury. I, I think Satlin is good. I think she's really good. I think she does everything she needs to. And I think she was a perfect person to transition to Julia Hart. Because yeah. I think she deserved the, the, she deserved beating. I, you know, you're gonna, you're, somebody's got to get that rub against Cargill. And I thought it was deserving for her to get it. Um, so I give her props for that. I, I thought that was a, the right move. Um, and she was, like I said, a perfect way to transition into, uh, you know, the next champion. Um, was it the right move to end E3 after two decades? And what are your favorite E3 moments? E3. Yeah, you know, your <laughs> your nerd video game convention that you went to? Oh, E3. Oh, they ended that? Yeah. Man, that's trash. Why did you not throw that in the middle of this mix? You you in, you went to what two? I went to one. Uh, Twenty nineteen. Yep, same year I went to Tokyo. Damn, and you were getting laid. That was a good yeah. year for you. On the regular. <laughs> Memories. So you started the pandemic. You were having a good year finally. Mm-hmm. And then that went to hell. I was All just right. chilling. All right. <laughs> um, oh, I forgot. Orange I, Cassidy beat John Moxley clean in like under twenty minutes. I, you know, I think obviously at this point it's been almost a month. I think the big takeaways is this company. Now, I will say, I think... No, the big takeaway was Swerve Strickland and Hangman Adam Page. I don't get why people were were throwing a fit online. I thought it was a great match, a continuation of this story. Uh, Baby crib or not, uh, I thought this match was... It it did what it had to do. It was a Texas death match. There was staples, there was blood drinking, there was wrestling. But the important factor is... Me and Ryan State, emotion and storytelling, and I thought it did it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that was look. Yeah, you're right. Big picture. That's what I was going to get to. Was you had another match of the year <laughs> right there, hands down. Yeah. I mean, I, I was halfway through it, going, I'm at a five. Like I, I'm easily there. Um, but I think my big takeaway from this, and I think it started in Minnesota, ironically, and I think. Last week, with the just like the backstage promo, but differently done, I think whatever they were doing, they realized they needed to stop. You notice, you notice the show when they were here. It, every every promo. Well, I mean, that obviously there was a lot of wrestling. But every promo was done with a backstage interviewer or in yes. the ring. Aside from the Tony Storm thing, obviously that happened, but that's whatever. That's, whatever, it's fine. But it wasn't like random WWE where MJF is walking and he finds a guy that's just randomly hanging out in a fucking corridor to talk to him. 
You know, it was some of that shit with MJF was as stupid as the tribal chief shit. Or yeah. Paul Heyman's leaning around a corner going, <laughs> as he's listening in. You know, MJF can't get a partner. He walks around and a scissor comes around a corner. Like, this is what you fucking are. Don't do that. It feels <laughs> like the show that was here, they didn't do that. Agreed. And then I'm like, oh, Agreed. you know, we were there. We were, it, it always is fun or live. But then last week, even the even the Hangman Page MJF interaction in the back was really good. Mm-hmm. It Very was good. it was an interviewer asking questions and a person in the ring being interviewed otherwise, or it was just wrestling matches telling their angles. It feels like after full gear they went, you know what? We gotta really redo this. Or we gotta Ooh. we gotta change what we're doing because nobody can argue their pay per views are a success. The mm-hmm. the building sell, the pay per views sell. I mean, the fact that they're still doing six figures every show at fifty bucks blows my fucking mind. In this day and age with streaming, and we did it three times in a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. In ever since the WWE Network, I never thought I'd pay for a pay per view again. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I give them credit for that. The, the, the TV shows are the problem where they're not having people come because they're, not, they're just not as good anymore. They're being dumb. So mm-hmm. they know what works. Let's just go back to crafting the, these, these shows like the pay-per-views. Why are we yeah. changing what we're good at? And these last couple uh, yeah. shows have been good. They've been pretty damn good. Um, they, they, they've definitely been functional. Um, how do you think this continental classic, this, this G1 esque Brian Danielson, uh, tribute tournaments, uh, how do you think that's been going so far? I, I do you think, think that's been, been recapturing? I think some that of the has to help. Lost? Um, I, I think it definitely has to help because people like that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I do think that I, I wish they would have would have started the tournament with something strong. Like I wish the first match of the tournament was that Brody King Eddie Kingston match. Oh not, man, not Swerve and Jay Lethal. Nothing against them, but like there's no you're not turning that on going. Well, Jay Lethal's got a chance. You know, you're like mm-hmm. you're not going to do that. You know, or um, when they were here, I thought for sure this was. I thought for sure. Swerve and Jay White was going draw, and then Swerve just beat him. Like that—that yeah. that was good. Roosh and Mark Briscoe—they just beat the shit out of each other. That rock, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's—it's—it seems like this has to help a little bit because they're doing the smart thing. There's nobody at ringside. This is just about records and about wrestling, and they're giving you. Mm-hmm. Great workers, and they and everybody who's in there to be a pin taker, you know, the Jay Lethals and shit like that. Daniel Garcia, they're all really good too. So yeah. that definitely helps. Um, do you? Yeah, I think this has been a a, a pretty fun tournament. Um, Moxley, sorry, from this last week, that was really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm pretty sure he tries to attack the ref. <laughs> but 
But I'm pretty sure, uh, especially with Ring of Honor's final battle uh, culminating this Friday in Texas, um, I'm pretty sure before this Continental Classic started, before that first match, like you mentioned, uh, Eddie Kingston, who's like seven champions in one for some reason, uh, New Japan Strong heavyweight champion, and uh, what's the uh, what's the other gimmick there? The um, New Japan Strong oh, Ring of Honor. Honor. He's the actual Ring of Honor World Champion. Uh, hence where I was going with this pay per view. Um, but I'm pretty sure he said it, within this tournament, with uh, if he loses his match, he's going to give up these titles because they're going to then merge those two championships with the Continental Classic Championship belt to form a mega belt um, uh, or their version of the Triple Crown, which then I relate to you when we talked last, Ryan. A, that didn't happen because then like Brody King, you said, would be... <laughs> The champion of <laughs> the world of many companies, yeah. um, but also the aspect of you're going into a Ring of Honor pay-per-view entitled "The Final Battle" without a Ring of Honor championship matchup this Friday. What are your thoughts on both of those things, as well as where what are we going to have as a Ring of Honor? World Championship if they're getting rid of it and merging it into one mega belt. So I'm I could be wrong but I I asked somebody and said hey what's the deal with all of this and apparently Eddie Kingston just fucked up in the promo and he meant that he's putting these on the line as a prize to go with the other title. Um I uh, also at the media scrum, uh, TK said at the scrum that it's that uh, whoever wins the tournament will also win those two titles, meaning Eddie <laughs> just kind of said it wrong. Ah, or he, you know, I he's don't know, but going, he said it. It's on. It's it's on record, man. It is. It, you're you're not wrong. It is on record. He fucked up. It's on record. <laughs> but yeah, should have with it. Tony Khan clarified and said that they're part of what this is going to be because Eddie Kingston was willing to put the two of them up for grabs because he was, you know, I'm, I can win type thing. So it it is what he said, but he just said it wrong. That's funny. <laughs> so, and I could see Eddie Kingston going batshit crazy and just saying something that he doesn't mean on accident anyway, because he's, so into it. <laughs> what did you think of that promo after his many one of his many losses in this tournament? Uh, some champion you are, Kingston. Um, and when they were interviewing him, he was sitting on the floor and his stomach. Yeah, in the shower. That, that was uh, that, that was horrible. I I don't know. I, I'm a big guy myself, but I was just like, I don't know if I want to watch my wrestlers just like stomach just breathing like an alien's gonna pop out. <laughs> <laughs> He's Eddie Kings is not a body guy, so it's okay. <laughs> it's just, it was really weird. I'm like, shoot from the chest up, man. Yeah, I know the promo was really good though. He was like, promo was good. Yeah. I thought it was, you know. I just shit. was hoping someone to spike his uh, his stomach there, and <laughs> set it up for a volley. Alex over here turned into a fucking body guy. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> Repsports.com, baby. <laughs> Promo code WrestleCast, Wrestle, C-A-S-T, to save 15%. Uh, don't let that winner, don't let that holiday bullshit. I, I, 
I cheated the last couple of days. I had some deep dish pizza. I had some bags of sour cream and cheddar ruffles chips. Maybe multiples. Maybe three. Don't judge me. Maybe I had another pizza by myself. Maybe Hell you had yeah. some wings. Yeah, I had some vegetables. Yeah, but whatever. Because I had brownies. And I had muffins. And I had cake. And I had yeah. licorice. But you know what? Nicholas. I in my repsports.com, <laughs> got my muscle builder on, got my curls. I'm feeling good. I'm uh, I'm looking like nails circa 93 minus uh, I have my teeth. And uh, we're all good to go. Before works with us. So, oh, yeah. Repsports, R-E-P-P-Sports.com for all your muscle building, weight loss, protein, merchandise, energy needs. Check it out, repsports.com, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. WrestleCast, when you do check out for 15% off your order. One hour and 16 minutes, Alex turns into Michael Jackson. (laughs) What? I got to crop that shit. That was great. You, you slightly turned into uh, Michael Jackson. Or, not Michael know. Jackson, Mike Tyson. I was like, what? Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. How so? How so? I'm confused. You, on, on, on one of the promo parts. Oh. I'll find it. it was awesome. It was perfect. Guy, I think it's when you said Russell, you went wrestle cast, I think. It was, it was perfect. Why, why are you hitting like, on my list? Don't, don't I hit gotta, on my I, list. I, it's okay. You hate on my heritage. That's true, you Canadian <laughs> jerk. Uh, fun fact, uh, Wu-Tang Clan has just announced a Las Vegas residency. Uh, when are we going? Holy, when does that start? Uh, Super Bowl weekend. Holy shit. <laughs> Where are they going to be at? Ah, uh, Las Vegas uh, Virgin Hotels. Wow, they're going to be there during March Madness. That's amazing. We should get a group of people to go to Vegas for March Madness for our birthday. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down the clown. We could, we go the first two or the first four days, so we get the, we get like a total of like ninety six games to bet on. Dude, that's. Just to see them, and then they'll do all their single stuff. Oh, man, that's going to be insane. And then New Edition is also going to have a residency in Vegas. No! We're going to Vegas for my birthday, yo. <laughs> Hell, yeah. <laughs> that's going to be tight. I just had a bite of this beef stick, and hey, Zeus Christo, that shit was actually hot. <clears throat> I had to crack an energy drink. My uh, uh, that, that, a, red dragon. Don't you mean your your Raz energy drink? Oh yeah, my Raz, obviously. My Raz Raz. Raz. <laughs> Raz. Um, obviously, there's something to talk about with WWE. Um, do you have Randy any Orton? Any interest in talking about the Survivor Series? Oh, I thought it was a. Uh... All right, show. If I can remember that, I'm sorry. I got I got a New York state of mind, if you will. Um, no, the big news obviously was was the return of of our truth, as <laughs> oh, yeah, I stated at the press conference, um, as well as uh, you know on screen there. And he's been hilarious ever since uh, he's been back. Um, 
No, but I, I thought this was a, a fine show. You have five matches. Uh, Santos Escobar, Dragon Lee should have been longer. Um, Gunther and The Miz, uh, I would say probably the match of the night since Gunther oh, yeah. and The Miz. I he mean, as Miz you stated, over. yeah, as you <laughs> stated, he got Miz over. Chicago was chanting, wanting the Mike Mizanin to win that IC strap. <laughs> Uh, to add to the accolades, and and like you stated, Ryan, Ric Flair couldn't even get him over as a babyface, but Gunther, <laughs> in under thirteen, fifteen minutes, he's so did good, it all. man. They had a six man last night, and he got Miz over in Cleveland. He Miz couldn't even get his own town. In his own hometown. <laughs> what he he'd be sitting on her apron getting ready to hot tag and Walter would be running his mouth against Gargano and in turn just kick Miz right in the mouth and people were getting so pissed. I was watching Ron. <laughs> yeah, Walter just got him over again. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh but of course the women's war games and match started the show as it does always, uh, every year. Uh, damage control and it finished the same way it ends every year too. Yes, uh, with Eel jumping off of the corner. top of the cage and uh, with the garbage can. Uh, the 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 exact corner, so the upper right corner facing the hard cam uh, that is at the touching the other ring ring post. So that corner uh, last year and this year saw Becky Lynch putting Bailey through a table from the same turnbuckle, the same middle rope through the same-looking table in the same corner in the same opening match at Survivor Series. How can you not re- – you've had a year, and you just do the same finish? This match sucked. This is yeah. sucked. Like, yeah, but it was I cool feel to bad see, for some of these women. But it was nice to see Hojo, Asuka, and, and Ayo Shirai. They're Christian names. Um, I did like watching uh, Kyrie throw a spinning back fist with uh, trash can lids. Yeah, yeah, that was. But like, but Becky, yeah. It's it's and then and then like, Charlotte just doesn't know what she's gonna kill somebody some like one day. Did you see a thing with her and Oscar? By hurt herself. God, yeah, like she's a train wreck. Is waiting to happen in there. She's just too big for them little women. And then Shotzi, who's like isn't selling and uh, doesn't want to move when Kyrie does the the insane elbow, so Kyrie just goes, "All right then," and just I, I swear she probably broke half of her ribs because that's Shotzi looked at her and she looked at her back and she just rolled to the corner and laid there for the rest of the match. Like, well, don't be stupid in this match. Like, I feel bad for the heels. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. But then <laughs> they should lose. Just, I mean, they they should not lose. Like I I don't get why you need that. You know why? Good. You know what's gonna happen, right? Bianca Belair is gonna join Damage Control. No, Bailey's gonna get gonna get jumped out, and she's gonna bring her friend to help her fight back. What? And then, then Sasha's gonna, gonna get, go back to the E. That you're gonna talk that girl, little girl from NXT. Oh, <laughs> and Nicholas are going to show up. <laughs> oh, former tag team champion. Yeah, it's true. just, oh my God, his show just wasn't very, and, and the men's match was fine, but like the problem well, with these Orton, matches, Orton's the last so one much... to come in 
and then mm-hmm. he cleans house and just wins everything. But continue, yes. The problem with the matches are or is there's just so much standing around because you're waiting for this timer to go down. Do you think it and should I, be three minutes? Yes, it's you could if you want this match to go forty minutes, and that's why. Get everybody in there quicker and still go forty minutes. It's just yeah. When you got to sit there and watch watch one team get four on three and three on two, and then you try to do something to come back for it, and then you got to stop and have everybody bump at the exact same time because it's an entrance, and you got to you know this company is all about the entrance now. That's what the fans are there for. So now no one's wrestling again. Then they got to get back up and then. And then you have, like, Kyrie's trying to throw shit in the ring, and she can't get into the ring because they're having these little women, once again, trying to do all this extra shit they shouldn't be doing. And then it just it, it just drags on and drags on. Like, like Orton, like you said, comes in, and they do the triple DDT thing. All right, great, or the quadruple or sequential yeah, DDT. Cool, everything's fun. And then they kill J.D. McDonough, throwing him off the top of the cage, uh, not into an RKO, but into a fucking European uppercut. He didn't protect him at all. No. And then after that's over, instead of petting him, he goes, Cody, you deserve it. Go get it, man. And then Cody gives Dom the cross or the crossroads and wins. It was like, why didn't you just pin McDonough after that crazy spot? What did you have to do this for? <laughs> I can't understand that. We haven't yeah, seen oh, him since. And I, I forgot. So that way the crowd can go, what? Oh, one more time. I didn't think about that. Never mind. Answer my own question. And then, of course, as the as the baby faces are celebrating and the cameras panning, you know, going to each one, zooms out. You get the you know the little title card, and then we get a little something we haven't seen since an NXT takeover. It seems the like. Triple H special. <laughs> the Triple H special, and of course we're in Chicago, uh, and you hear the dun dun. And then, you know, you, you hear living color. You hear cults of personality. The 2023 mix, by the way, Ryan. Uh, so Tony Khan doesn't get any guy. of that money. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The night before. <laughs> I was like, well, I guess we know Punk's going to be there. <laughs> and uh, But it was still a cool moment. I still threw my shit. I was still going wild. Uh, CM Punk, Phil Brooks. Back uh, almost uh, 10 years since he walked out. Uh, Sasha Banks, as you mentioned earlier, you know, kind of did the same the same thing there. Um, but with Phil Brooks, CM Punk, back, uh, of course, has been doing a mea culpa, uh, kind of doing whatever he is being told over the last couple of weeks as he's been on WWE tele- television, including the NXT, what was it, Stand the Block or Road and Deliver, whatever, which one they had. Uh, Dead, deadline. With, deadline. With dead one, 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 dead one. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, he's doing the rounds. He's, he's doing the apologies. He's saying he's home. Him and Rollins have an intense promo. Uh, but I just can't take Rollins seriously. Um, and, yeah, that, that could be your night one WrestleMania main events. If CM Punk does win the Royal Rumble, which he did declare for, uh, but I still love your plan of Gunther losing his IC strap to Gable, then winning the Rumble, then challenging Rollins while we get CM Punk and Steve Austin. And I wouldn't be mad at that for one second. 
Is it bad that I couldn't give a shit if we see Steve Austin wrestle CM Punk at Mania? Really? So you're more excited for Owens than Punk? No, I just... been the ultimate dream match. It. I think after seeing the Owens thing, it took all the luster away for me. Really? I thought Austin looked fantastic. I, he I, did, but... But if but now I don't want him to do it again. Yeah, but this is the match we've we've like we we were never going to get Hogan and Austin. We were never going to get Rock and I guess we've seen the Rock take on everyone uh, Please, except I, this cousin. I I get your I get what you're saying. Like, I totally understand that part, and for that you are 100 percent correct. But what I'm saying, my issue is. He made his big return, uh, and it was against Kevin Owens. After all this yeah. time, he's going to come back to do it one more time. Mm-hmm. I don't. It, to me, this is just Cena Rock too. It's just because you had Owens, Ooh. it just it hurts it. It it to me, it loses his credibility. Oh, I was here last year, son. I'll do it again. Well, that lost. The, that, that's no. That's not <laughs> what I want. Yeah. You know, I oh, want. Man. I haven't done this in many years, boy, or whatever. Oh, hell, son. You know, like something like that, and it's not. It, it's oh, I don't see why I can't do it. It's two years in a row. You know, like I don't want that to happen. That's why I'm just like, I don't know Wait, why. Was he that sounds this like, year or was that last year? It was the, 22, right? It was two years ago. Yeah. And it was Anyways. cool. Like I said, it was fun. Like I don't, I didn't dislike it at all. I just. That to me, I don't want. To, I just don't like. This is like if Flair was Flair decided to wrestle Sting one more time at, at Revolution. Everyone That's going to be the match. That's no, going I'm, to be the look, match. I I know you you hate my answer, but it's him and Darby Darby's climbing Mount Rushmore or some <laughs> some Everest. volcano, some the shit volcano. like that. <laughs> Mount Rushmore is the volcano. You got a broken <laughs> arm. That's why he's just working Sting. They don't have to do a lot. He's he's doing that Night Factory or not. holy shit, Lou Holtz is still alive. God bless his heart. <laughs> I, <laughs> but it's just like I just that's the only thing that sucks about it. So who does Punk face at Mania? Have him face Owens. I mean, that was nice how him and Owens had that interaction. I like okay. Wink, I'm gonna... wink, nod, nod. So, so real quick, let me just say this: uh, the the third American show I was talking about was Deadline, and it is awful. Uh, Lexus King might be worse than Dominic Mysterio. I've, there you go, I said Whoa. it. Um, he fucking sucks, and I'm glad he got fired from AEW or let go because he is dog shit. Um, He's been wrestling for like eight years. That's terrible then, because Carmelo Hayes is in wrestling for like five. And is Carmelo, did he win? Uh, yes, in an awful match. <laughs> Do you think they changed the uh, results mid-match? Do you think King was going to go over? No, I hope not. Because then after the matches, he goes, ha, I guess I'll make it easy for you. I was the one who attacked Trick Williams. But hey, thanks for giving me the clout by, by getting me a PLE match. Ha <laughs> ha! I win. Oh, wow. So he just he attacked him to use Carmelo Hayes to get a match on a PLE is what he said. And then I just laughed. I said, I fucking hate this company. I wish we didn't do a radio show. And then I went on to the next match. (laughs) (laughs) I was so you could you could ask Jordan. I believe I was watching it with Jordan on on Discord. I'm just livid. 
it, it was it was uh, awful. It was there was no, it was just a nothing no nothing match. Oh my god! And then you guys want something real fun to watch? Uh, Kiana James took on Roxanne Roxanne Perez, who wants to be a WWE superstar. Shawn Michaels, that girl. They had a fucking cage match. Why is she having cage matches? She's not <laughs> good at was, matches. You're going to make me go to that place that she does like every other month. Maybe she's just unstable. I don't fucking know. The show sucked. And then Dragunov beat Corbin, and he, like, whooped his ass and then, like, hugged him and then, like, stood him up and then hit him with, you know, that shit they do in this company to make everything so Mm -hmm. dramatic. Anyway, that's what happened. And Dragon Lee um, uh, got the marks in a stir. Uh, Could he be signaling to something that there's a freelancer who, what if he loses to Sonata? Maybe he'll come to NXT too as Dragon Lee wins with Destino. I'm just trying to start oh, trouble with that. Interesting. Nobody really has said that, people. I'm just being a fucking loser talking shit. Anyway, that was deadline. It was fucking awful. <laughs> um, speaking, <laughs> so, speaking of awful, end of an era, breaking news per NBC Sports. The New England Patriots will move on from Coach Bill Belichick at the end whoa. of this season. We're going to talk what are your about, thoughts? Talk about that tomorrow night, Russ, uh, Sportscast Radio, 8 p.m. tomorrow. Um, I I think the writing was on the wall when everyone realized that it, that it wasn't Belichick, it was Tom Brady. Yeah. Tom Brady was perfect because obviously Belichick cannot talk to the youth at all. He cannot get them to correlate a functional football team. Uh, but Tom Brady apparently was the guy that could, he was the bridge. And then, Oh yeah. He made a lot of people, a lot of money because yeah, when you're Dion branches and your other white guys and other Danny receivers Amendola. and running backs, like when they would leave and get those a hundred million dollar contracts, uh, they were gone maybe two years after into those contracts. Mm-hmm. So Brady definitely deserves a lot of credit. Obviously Belichick for the scheme, but is he like the great wizard? Was the curtain pulled? And what is Belichick's legacy then? I mean, he still has to have one. You know what I mean? Like, he, yeah. It's, I just, I think the writing but, was but on like the wall. But like we know, but like since we know that it was, you know, he's it's, it wasn't 100% him like he always thought it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, is he not on that Rushmore of coaches? He has to be. I I just I I think it was one of those things where after all those years of being it, regardless of maybe it just being a fluke and not working with Mac Jones, doesn't matter. Look, man, you had a great and and who's to say that Belichick, there he he's they're like you're, you you re- you're done you're ready to retire and he's like, I mean I. I am, but I just, I can't, you know, I can't say that I can't let people down and think I'm a quitter. And they're like, what it, we'll just say that we're moving on from you. And then you don't have to, you know, it doesn't look like you're trying to retire. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like sometimes yeah. they're like, Hey, you should retire because we're going to fire you. So you should move on to save face. Like we're not going to, we're not going to let you retire. We'll just say we're moving on from you. We look like the bad guys. Thanks for everything yeah. you've done. Interesting. That's I wild. Just, it's like I could see that too, you know. Yeah, yeah. Loyalty, you can only be loyal so much, and you know when Kraft and Belichick both have young girlfriends, I'm sure they had to, you know, cross 
once or twice. So. <laughs> yeah, it was. So I just didn't see writing on the wall with that. But no, we're gonna we'll have to talk that tomorrow. We're gonna jump on here, preview the uh, final Showtime uh, boxing show in Showtime's Legacy Ever, uh, this Saturday yeah. at the Armory. Um, 3 p.m. first fight. Uh, the TV telecast, I think, starts at 8 with Robert Garcia and Andre Berto. Um, but, yeah, uh, 13 fights for the live crowd. Wow. Yeah. So we're going to get that right at 3. Um, knock that out. And then uh, Thursday is the weigh-ins, and I might actually go down and um, record at it. I got asked if I want to. So nice. I may swing down and do some live audio uh, from the armory. Um, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, so before we we get it, we got We got We still have to talk a little Hall of Fame. I think we I, we can't just have kicked that away. Agreed. We're, we're, um, but let's just maybe you know maybe we don't we don't go as crazy or try not to. But I think we have to talk CM Punk. It just has to be discussed. Um, Discuss away. Let me ask you this first, and, and, and you know, brutally honest answer. Obviously, you know, you and I, I myself was very excited at the end of Survivor Series. I think we all kind of knew it was going to happen. We kind of talked like it was going to happen, but boy, did it feel! It felt like normal. It felt, it felt. Ah, oh, this is a pop. This is, yeah, CM Punk and the bright lights and everything again, and it, it felt great. Yes. And then when I watched Monday. I was like, man, I maybe I don't care as much because this this was not a good promo. No, but I mean, I, I don't think he should have been the last segment. I think that's where they messed up on. He should have been the very first segment, or he should have been the top of the nine o'clock hour. You know, kind of like that that last you know spot there, um, because you are going to run into those time restraints. Uh, it did feel a little rushed. It felt a little contrived. It felt simple, and, and that was okay. I think it's definitely improved ever since that first promo with those backstage interactions, uh, his mm. social medias, uh, his, you know, kind of doing the where am I going to go, you know, type of a thing there. Uh, I think he looks good. I think he has that confidence back, that mojo back. Um, again, I'm not the biggest Rollins fan. I, that match on paper for me is eh, but I think with the emotion and that storyline of the, the social media, you know, back and forth between them uh, or just the hates, you know, that, that Rollins was saying, you know, uh, over the last couple of years um, will, will mean something to that when, when it does happen. Uh, But no, I, I mean, his first match with the WWE is going to be at a house show. So it's going to be the day after Christmas. So that's that's very interesting. Uh, but also, I I think he is that attraction now. I mean, he's still getting that pop. Uh, it's just he's not the guy. And I think he's realizing that until he builds up, if that ever happens. Um, I think it's, it's fine. I mean, he's 45 years old. He's still the biggest merchandise mover in both companies. I don't know if he's still one with AEW, uh, but at one time, Ryan, he was both uh, number one in, in, in each company there in AEW and WWE. <laughs> so uh, you can't deny that, uh, that, that star power that, that he equates, but um, 
I'm yeah, I think it's fine. I, I think the last line though with that first promo, because again the camera just stayed on him and the credits were there. And you know we talked about this you know uh, offline there, but when he was like, "I'm here to make money, not to make friends." Like I'm like, all right, th- this is serious punk now. Like this is what we're gonna get. And it, I think this is all inevitable. The whole good guy, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm happy to be home. I think that's just the inevitable for the turn. I, I you know, when when it happens, it doesn't have to be tomorrow. It doesn't have to be in two months. Uh, but we love we love us some heel punk, especially under that WWE banner. There there could be a lot of stuff happening. Uh, but for now, I'm I'm just gonna you know just going to wait it out and, and go with the flow, if you will. Mm-hmm. He can't, he can't fuck up anymore. Like, that's the thing. Like, I, I totally, oh, he you can. can't fuck up anymore. <laughs> he can. I'm not sure he can't. Yeah. But. I didn't think he could twice in a year. Yeah. So I'm somebody who is really bored to death of Seth Rollins. I don't want to see Seth Rollins and CM Punk mostly because I don't like Rollins too much. Yeah. Um, I was shocked at the, at how much I thought he ate him up last night. I, that was the best, that was the best thing he's done. Uh, I mean, has he ever done a better promo than that? No. Because it was from the heart, and, you know, I, I think it was there. He wasn't the wacky guy. Ah. It was like, hey, how dare you call this your home when I was here and I didn't walk out? You know, it was your, mm-hmm. your typical promo, but it was said with emotion. It was said from everyone in the back. It was said from, you know, you got to make Roman look strong. You know, it, it, it stemmed from that podcast interview with Colt Cabana. Like, everything that he aired, it was it was there, and... Yeah, I, I it, it 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 was short, it was sweet, and uh, it was powerful. And I don't think they're going to do it right away, obviously, as they shouldn't. But it was a nice thing to kind of plant the seeds into that mm-hmm. because everyone knew it from you know Punk making his return in Chicago and Rollins, you know, saying ah whatever, you know, just blowing it off and saying ah he sucks and you know screw this guy and um, it's it's very interesting. But I, I think. You know, when it comes down to it, they're they're gonna put in a big time match. I I think his SmackDown promo was good. Um, I thought his program at Deadline sucked, but I also thought Shawn Michaels sucks too now. So I oh no, yeah, it was. Why would happen there? It was just were they hamming it up? They were trying to and then trying to make jokes and like he was like. He, like Shawn Michaels was going to do the intro and he's like, if you're out down with that and then Punk came out and he's like, sorry did I take your sucking away from you? And like, nobody in the crowd laughed and they kind of just looked at each other and were like, uh-huh. <laughs> and then they're like, <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, get the get out of the ring, both of you right now. Yeah. He, so, here's a concern, not a concern, but my one caveat that I think could be really weird about this especially the Rollins or Rollins, not maybe, you know, obviously punk, but you know, you can add Rollins to it too for the sake of what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt this a lot was evident on the, the raw after the pay-per-view, not, not this, not this week, 
but the Raw after show when um yeah when he made that when he had the first promo, you know Rollins comes out and he's he gets in the ring to do his promo and he's like, all right, you know I'm going to give you guys one opportunity to get it out of your system before I start talking. And he's like, and then like everyone's kind of sitting there and he's like, you know, you can chant his name, but just do it right now to get it over with. And like eight people were like, see a bunk, see a bunk. And and then he then he tried it again. He's like, yeah, come on, you can do it. Let's get it over with. And he and nobody like nobody's chanting it. Mm-hmm. And that's why when I when I when I bring up the promo, you know, he made like you know he made like the the sports joke the the Nashville Predators Blackhawks, you know, yeah, they're being division rivals. Yeah, and, and he and he's talking about like you know I'm in your home or whatever, and they're like uh. Uh, and then he looked. He looked like he was like, "Wow, this is weird." And yeah, one thing that I've 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 heard from a couple different people, a couple different forms of it. So to kind of formulate the two together into a own thought process is a lot of those fans when he left, all left WWE with him because they were so mad at the company. You know, we sat there, fuck you, WWE. You know, how dare you take CM Punk from us? And all those people went to AEW eventually and saw CM Punk make his return. So mm-hmm. now he goes back to the E where those fans are gone. And some of these fans, you know, they might not have even been watching wrestling when CM Punk was a thing. So they don't even know what's going on. Like, yeah, like why is this guy a big thing? We, we don't even know who this guy is. And like when they're like, I, <laughs> I marked hard for when he's, when he was like, let's not forget Tribal Chief. I was the original Wiseman guy or whatever. I was like, oh, yeah. hell yeah. But in yeah. like, like five or six people, you could see the background. We're like, yeah, oh, shit. But then you had a bunch of people who were just kind of like, uh, what? And that's the only thing that I hope. And, and if any company should, should be able to cure that, it's this company because they beat your ass to death with these promo videos. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, they can do, like, one little four-minute video <laughs> yeah, to so make like, them on the same. Like, holy shit, it's the best thing ever. Yeah, so he he's in the right place for it. But I was I was very surprised with how it was it was 100 in Chicago and not even, like, 60 the next night. And once again, like I said, it was better. SmackDown was definitely better. And yeah, I think NXT, yeah. he got the pop because those are those Mark fans. Mm-hmm. But like those casual raw fans, like the Trin- the dude from Trinidad and Tobago in the front row wasn't waving his flag around and shit like he always does. Like he's just kind of sitting there, like, oh okay, all right, what's going on here? You know, check the phone. <laughs> and it's you know, and and that that that's a little annoying because it's like that's not his fault. You know, mm-hmm. it's not his fault that these people just don't know who he is or or the the, the past history. But I just hope they make sure to get that shit over with. And I'm sure they will, but I was like, man, if you, this is what's going to, what's going to get Rollins to do, to be motivated. I mean, I, I like that. Um, so my last, my last question then I ask you, and, and this is to bring it up because I was, I was having a hard time trying to formulate an opinion on this is at the end of the day, don't you think it would have been just better if everybody could have just got along and he didn't leave AEW? 
Well, yeah, that's what I was saying the whole time was mm-hmm. just do business. Just do business. Because just think of the matchups. If Owens, who's good friends with Matt and Nick Jackson, uh, if Owens can do a segment, granted it was less than a minute, but still, <laughs> you could be like, I don't want to work with them. No, screw you. Because they know they can build off of you know a smarks and be like, yeah, give me that match now because there's going to be so many callbacks. There's going to be so many super kicks. There's going to be so many this and that. Like it, it, it's the match where I'm looking forward to more so than him and Rollins, to be fair. Um, and yeah, I mean, we we didn't get Punk Omega, we didn't get you know uh, Elite and and CM TM whatever the hell they were called CMFTR. Uh, you know, we, we, we didn't get a lot of good possibilities um, for quote-unquote big-time matches, pay-per-view quality matches. Sadly, you, we were one of them on AEW TV, but, I mean. Do you think had the pretty Tony ridiculous... Khan should have did his job. I mean, he oh, yeah. just he should have had a backbone. You, you know, you know what Tony Khan's problem was? He was the new guy on the block who was too scared to discipline somebody because he didn't want to piss anyone off because he was the new guy and he didn't realize how much problems it was going to cause. Have yeah. a fucking backbone. That's the one well, credit. That's why Daniel Finn's the uh, social security or the uh, social media <laughs> police now, finding dudes and ladies, Britt Baker included. Like, so and good. And if they got a problem with it, get fucked. Yeah, you know. That's that's why there's rules, and I'm not trying to be the rules guy, but you need them. They they're certain things need them. You, the, the one credit I will give WWE in signing CM Punk is if he fucks up once, they're gonna say we don't need you. Get the fuck out of yeah. here. Yeah, you know we and that's did the you thing, a favor. They don't. Yeah, no, they don't. This this changes nothing about their company. That's why it's the biggest win for them. This is the big. This, I, this is almost a bigger fuck you than Cody. I think. Yeah, because. because... Cody, they pushed and they're using. CM Punk could work mid card, and they're not going to care. Yeah, they don't need him. They they knew what Cody could bring them, and they used it. They know that they. I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised. And obviously, you know, and I said I said this the whole time. If it's going to happen, and it did, if if Punk comes back, it's a Nick Khan thing. That's who's going to make that call. Yeah, and it I can yeah. tell you. That after Survivor Series, Triple H don't care if he's there anymore. He got the pop and that that overrun he wanted. That's what he cares mm-hmm. about, you know. But and and that's the one credit I'll give them is is they wouldn't have let that shit happen. That shit would have been that that shit would have been you're gonna sit down and you're, this is gonna change or you can get the fuck out of here. And Tony Khan's <laughs> like, oh, I'll figure it out, guys. Let's make new shows. No, but what I yeah. will say is had that stupid, just stupid incident. Between him and the, the, the Jungle Boy, I think we were slowly getting out of the track where we would have got that six man. Like, yeah, I really think... wanted, wanted it to work. A Steel was working, you know, from home. Yeah, I, I think over time. You, you know, FTR because... and the Bucks are, are, I think with them, them four clicking so well, FTR could talk them into working, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I just I think we would have got it, which sucks. But but you you hit the nail on the head. Like, okay, um, I'll say Gunther and I don't know, maybe Cody. I guess 
Mm-hmm. I can't tell you anybody I even want to see Punk work. Really? Oh, there's there's a multitude of matches. I honestly, him and Miz would be I don't want to see that ever. Um, a match I'm intrigued by: two forty-five-year-old men. Uh, once he gets healthy enough, I, I think him and Styles. I okay. I do a lot of Styles. Fun. I would like to see um, it. Him and Owens, like I stated, him and Reigns, of course, because Don't we know what he that. can bring. Because we know uh, the story. I mean, it's not the match; it's the story. It's the build-up, and then they continue to tell that story in the ring. That's what it all boils down to. That's what WWE boils down to. They don't give a shit about the wrestling aspect. Oh it's, no, it's what makes it, what brings you to the square. But see, that's I don't so I like that's, the tribal chief story. Work. Is my problem. I know, but it's, like it's Paul Heyman and Punk. That that's what it's about. Okay, I'll watch that. You got me there. Yeah, that's what that's, it's about. I, I Granted, agree. we saw that when he when when Heyman turned on Punk at Money in the Bank. And he went with Survivor like yesterday, but that was ten years ago. Um, God, that seemed literally like because I remember I was like, oh, that's lame. Ryback right because oh, nobody God, gets fuck so bad. Ryback right and the Curtis Axel. It's so bad. Um, but no, there, there, there's, you know, some potential matchups, him and Aldis in 2025, that, that could be interesting. Look, I'm okay. As a, as my wrestling style, I couldn't give a shit about any of those. You don't think him and Barrett at, in, in Tuesday in Glasgow, you don't think that's going to be a good. (laughs) You are not selling me on this one. Good matchup. I don't I don't care about seeing him take out his old friend Adam Pierce at at the hangar or the banger at the hangar in the airport either. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. So, yeah, time time will tell obviously how it goes, but I just I I we who had do you to team him up with. Match. I think well, what what who do you team him to to form a tag? See a bug? Yeah, I, I think that's more intriguing than anything. I, I will say I laughed, and I I hate when I laugh at these stupid, corny, fucking Monday Night Raw segments, because then I just mm-hmm. feel like one of those people that I talk shit about, so it makes me feel like a hypocrite. But when, when Punk ran into the New Day and Kofi jumped the game while hugging, he goes, I'm not Jamaican anymore. I, la- I, I laughed really hard at that. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. I hate laughing at this stupid shit. <laughs> but but that, I'm just that happy they're back so together. I'm just happy they're together. It yeah, hurt I mean, my heart when they didn't talk. So well, and and like I think he's really talented. I I know you said a lot of things about him too. But Xavier Woods would have been never been not would be would have been nothing. You know. Yeah. And he's yeah. the most charismatic one they out of all of them, potentially. Yeah, out of all yeah. Well Big you know, E's but, pretty fucking charismatic. Yeah. So. He's, <laughs> they he really got lost in the shuffle. It yeah. sucks. Yeah. It's like in TNA. Um mm-hmm. uh, breaking news impact uh which will form into TNA wrestling at the beginning of twenty twenty four. Uh has signed a new wrestler, Ryan. Uh one Ooh. that you're very familiar with. Uh, one that has made <clears throat> progress here in the States. Uh, Trent Seven. Oh, yes. Uh, Osprey put that over. With TNA, uh, with TNA Wrestling. Yeah, Will, Will gave them props for, uh, 
for uh, signing him. Yeah. Very good talent, very good head. Um, God, I miss British Strong Style. I just miss Tyler Bate when he didn't have long hair. God, yeah, now he, oh, now he's such a geek. I hate it. God, do you, Pete man, I just, I just got to give a shout out to Progress Chapter Seventy Six. Hello, Wembley. <laughs> that turned, that made us the biggest UK fans ever. Yeah, we we nerded for Brit Russ for the uh, three year span before it was murdered. I, it, it, here's the thing that I still, I, I, I don't even remember what made that happen. Like, I feel like I watched a Walter match or something mm-hmm. and then showed you it was PCO when we saw PCO and Walter. That that could have been, that might have been what it was, yeah. And then we like, watched the Janela Spring Break because you were like, dude, you fell asleep, but you remember the Quebecers? You remember <laughs> the Head Shrinkers? Well, guess what? <laughs> In three years' time or in two years, this guy's going to be with you trying to find Destro to get you a T-shirt in a convention (laughs) hall while Alex is listening to the tales of the NWO in a hall by himself. But giddy as hell, because Scott Hall's alive. (laughs) Hell no. Yeah, I, was, I I think somebody was like, oh, you guys should watch Progress. And then they were like, all right. Well, I, and then p- picked it up. And I, I think I remember like calling you after going, you have to watch this. Because I remember after you watched the tag match, you're like, what the fuck did I just see? And I was like, bro, you got like three more. What? So was that was that before TakeOver Chicago with Dunn? Yeah, that must have been after or before Dunn and Bate. Because we, I think we knew Dunn and Bate from that Brit Rest. Okay. See, I think they take over Chicago as a two. I think it was two. God, what year was that then? Twenty six. Chicago two has nope, it's not two. It's one. Should I take over one? Pete Dunn defeated Tyler Bate. This was 2017. Wow. Awesome. Same freaking year. So when was Progress 76? Chapter 76. Was 2018. This Interesting. Was year, uh, Progress Chapter 76 was a year and a half later. Wow. So how did we get them? It must have been one of those things where we just got it. Because I remember I got into that Pete Dunn kick for a while. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if I just randomly did some of this and then we just chose to watch it because Pete Dunn was on it. Because it was, it was done and who did they work? Trent Seven beat Doug Williams. I can't remember who the hell. Uh... Oh, Dunwork Ilya Dragunov. That's what it was. Oh yeah. And then it was Eddie Dennis, Mark Andrews, so and Peter Moscow. And then Walter still... Tyler Bate. Do they still call it the Tribito Moscow in NXT? I think so. Yeah. 
God, look at this this tag. The, remember the tag match that you were that you marked for? It was Aussie Open, Bandito Flamita, Brooks, Chris Brooks, Timothy Thatcher, Connor Mills and Maverick Mayhew, David Starr and Jack Sexsmith, the Grizzled Young Veterans, uh, Morgan Flash Morgan Webster and Wild Boar, and the Anti Fun Pool. Can we change my name to Jack Sexsmith? Sure. I'll fuck with it. Yeah. So, did we... <laughs> we're now in overtime. We, uh, we still... Have so, did it cut out? We're like, yeah, I fuck with it. Like, that's when it cut out? Yeah, I think so. Which is pretty sweet. <laughs> so... <laughs> Are, are we going? Are we doing Observer still, or is it is it getting is it going to get moved again? That's your call, man. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby Soho. So I okay. Well, let's 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 do this. We can kind of. All I know is my guy got in, and I the one that I voted for. God, you know what? I'm I'm holding. I, I'm holding and I printed about 40, 45 pages of actual literature on this topic Jesus. that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, we don't let's, want to rush. Let's, let's wait. Are you off? I, Are you off on Wednesday? Uh, no, I'm off Thursday. Damn it. Oh, yeah, because you're going to the weigh-in. Well, you're going to the weigh-in, so we can't do it Thursday. You were the weigh-in until like 1 p.m. That's what she said. Um... Hey, we're doing this on air. Um, <laughs> the only dedicated forty-five pages. Anyway. Well, I mean, I can't do it tomorrow, man. Yeah, tomorrow we're doing sportscast. So oh, I'm, yeah, I'm booked right. tomorrow anyway. I like, um, I would say we could tomorrow. do it now, but, <laughs> but I'm gonna want to give a whole hour on it, and I don't want to keep you up till midnight. Why this edible tomorrow. is going to start kicking in at some point here. It hasn't already. No, no. I wow, you are a king. <laughs> but I, you notice that I. But if I do it the other way, I'm dead in like one hit. Yeah. Well, you were dead at dynamite a few times, and then when I was sitting up in the by the entrance, I could see you like bop up and down, and then you were like sleep. Bop up and down, and then sleep. <laughs> well, you got to go one row up uh, than where we were sitting, which primo seats. <laughs> no, great seats, fun show. I was, uh, I, I let's just say after I ate that hot dog when that when when it really kicked in, I was so comfortable that I was like, yep, I know it's about to happen next. <laughs> that was the best hot dog that I've had in ages, though. Let me tell uh, you something. <laughs> All right, let's let, let's do this. Okay, maybe Thursday, depending on what happens Thursday. Otherwise, um, I mean Friday, maybe Sunday. I don't know. I just like I want to talk. I want to talk about like thirty of these people on this list. That's why I just don't. I don't want to rush it. Like I want to go in and talk rude. like. <laughs> Like your actual like reasoning for why you voted for so and so and things like that. Like I want to actually mm-hmm. like like in the in the non bias, but why they deserve to be in a Hall of Fame way. Like like I have a um like like a page or two on just statistics that I 
I've I've written down over the over the weeks leading up to us doing this on just Shima. What about Blue have. Panther? We we'll get to Blue Panther. That was that was something that almost happened. <laughs> but my I just don't have, I I didn't vote Mexico because I just don't watch it enough, and I I. I know who these people are. I know who I think deserves to be in, but if I I I, I don't have an actual opinion that I can back up, so I'm not going to do it. So I don't. So like, La Parka AAA, the La Parka we know with the chair in WCW Revenge. Yes, I believe the La Parka CMLL isn't. I think is how it is. Okay. Okay. So like he's a guy that you know I I can see an argument for. I just I think there's a lot of people that are interesting to talk about, and I think there's some that. I didn't know a lot about, and I did research and took a shit ton of notes, like I told you with what I have here, that like yeah. maybe you don't know the person, but if we go over some of the stuff, you might go, holy shit, I need yeah. to see more of this, or I need to, and that's what I came came to a lot of these people that I, if I like, like some of the people on the, um, the non-wrestler list, um, yeah. There was like three or four people that I had an idea of who they were, and I didn't vote for them. But then when I researched them, I kind of might have actually voted for one or two of them type people. Like, so like the non-wrestlers, a- you could make a case for 80% of the people that I know, and I, I which is 80%. Like Rossi Agawa, obviously Stardom. Uh, Reggie mm-hmm. Parks, legendary belt designer. Jim Johnson, legendary theme creator during the Attitude Era. Uh, yeah. As well as Duke the Dumpster Josie. Um, <laughs> uh, Joni Schiavone, I mean, AEW aside, I mean, the guy is, you know, non-WWE wrestling. Uh, Mike Tenay, Ted Turner, you know, he said, I'm starting, to, I'm in the wrestling business, Vince. Uh, the Grand Wizard, Sanshiro Hero Takagi of DDT and and mm. you know Cyberfight. Uh, I mean, that's that's huge. <laughs> like just in yeah. that alone. And then you know Japan, it was it was hard for me. You know who my heart is, but when you see names like Antonio Inoki, granted it's in a tag team, I have no idea. Hayabusa, I'm like, how is he not in? Shima, how is he not in? How is Miko Satomura? Not in the Hall of Fame. In the Japanese, so it's just it's bonkers to me. But you know, knowing who's in and who's out, just mind boggling. Like, how was Paul Orndorff not in this Hall of Fame mm-hmm. for that era? Yeah. yeah, he was. He was somebody that I had on there too. Um, you know, and there, like three or four of the people that I had on this list that I would have done. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you didn't even mention. Yeah, like, like Sputnik Monroe. Why, that's why I think it's <laughs> Sputnik Monroe, baby. You know, but that's why I think it's it's just it's so there's so much to talk about mm-hmm. that like I think it's I think it's deserving to like look at this list like like I I I'll give you one example as to why I want to spend time on three-fourths of these names just for a knowledge and history for us and our viewers. You know, I agree. Is, I agree. You, so Bobby Bruns, do you have any clue who Bobby Bruns is? No, but he's apparently in Japan. So I, I knew of him as a NWA 
uh, world champion type guy with Orville Brown and stuff. You know, I heard about him as a Midwest guy in like the fifties or whatever, but that was about the extent of what I, what I ever knew about him was he was just one of those first ever NWA type world champion guys. Um, mm. Apparently what he got into a car accident with uh, Orville Brown when they were doing their world title stuff. And because of that, he couldn't full-time wrestle anymore. Um, okay. So because of that, he, he decided that he needed to figure out another way to, you know, be the guy, the next guy to make money in wrestling. And he ended up going over to Japan and he was the guy who basically started pro wrestling in Japan. He was the guy who, uh, his protege was none other than Ricky Dozon. Oh. So if this guy doesn't go over and get Ricky Dozon, there's no New Japan, there's no All Japan, yeah. there's no Baba, there's no Anoki, there's no, you know, Three Musketeers, there's no Four Pillars, there's no Okada versus Omega. Wow. Like, you know, I mean, if you really think about it, this guy didn't decide to just up and leave and go over to a new country to try a new thing. Nobody there would have ever tried to start it, really, for one. And if Ricky Doza doesn't get developed, he's the one who found Baba and everybody. So in my head, I'm going, holy shit, this dude's like the godfather of Japanese wrestling, you could say. This guy's the That's reason we have Hero. Wow, no so, idea. Yeah, exactly. I, I popped because I was like, he's from Chicago. So, like, exactly. I immediately went through this and I was like, wow, I, I maybe should have voted for him, but I didn't know who that, like, that's what he was. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's just why I want to, I think it's, it'd be cool to just go through reasons, that, reasons behind not voting for a person or, you know, even guys that we think should get voted. And just, just make a, a show of it because there's, so much cool shit that I found just researching these. The, uh, the guy Bobby Davis was a guy who was involved in a lot of wrestling, but really didn't really wasn't good enough in there. But he then figured out he wasn't the first, but he figured out the art of being the manager that baby that the babyface needs to beat up. He's the reason Heyman, Cornette, Jimmy Hart, uh, Captain Lou Albano, and Bobby Heenan got into wrestling as managers. Wow. So this guy was those guys. He was the guy who set the prototype for that, where he came in as the big money guy that backed the heel who the crowd would lose their mind when the baby face gets a hold of, you know, and, and as somebody who loves managing, became a manager was the goal. Um, Mm. You know, when I did the cook family shit and who, you know, fancies himself off of that style of everything. Like this guy is what I, I became because of those guys. Because of that, yeah, would have changed Bobby. If I would have ever seen Bobby Heenan, I wouldn't probably sell the way I do or antagonize the way I do, just because hmm. he was so good at those little things. You know, watching watching Heenan, you'd see all that. It's just like, damn, this is the guy who originated. So, just just a couple guys that were way way more important in the landscape of things than we probably ever would have known about had we not gone through this. Wow. So there you so, have it, folks. Um, if you stay with <laughs> us, yeah, for sure. We are definitely be doing that because that is outstanding. 1111. Uh, so be on the lookout. We will do that whole show, Wrestling Observer News Hall of Fame. Of course, the results have been there, but kind of give the uh, 
the listeners and, and myself a, a nice lesson in the history of professional wrestling, why we are here, why Hell we yeah. love what we love. Uh, but before we go, Ryan, I don't know if you want to devote a show to this breaking news. I don't know if you uh, found this out here, uh, but the oh, Tokyo Sports Awards Ooh. 2023 have been announced. Ooh. Should we end the show with this, where I where I give you the award and you give me uh, who you think <laughs> is the recipient? I like that because I had a game for you that I was going to give you points on that I totally forgot to play. So I have 16 songs for you. Uh, They go in difficulty. And everyone that you get correct, there will be a prize behind. But you should be able to get all six of them for the grand prize. But, yes, let's let's go through it. Uh, Let's do that. Tokyo Sports Awards, the 2023 Pro Wrestling Grand Prix, uh, the Skill Award. Who do you think was this year's recipient of the Skill Award? And, and Skill is like Matt, Matt, like wrestler, right? Correct. Yes. Yep. I feel like I should say Will Osprey, but I think that's too obvious. You are correct in that assumption. Okay. Let's. Is he not New Japan? That is correct. Okay. Um, Who's been? I will Yuma say Aoyagi. What's that? Yuma Aoyagi. Ding ding ding! Yeah, one for baby. one, Yuma Aoyagi, All Japan Pro Wrestling, all God, multiple time champion. Uh, hell of a year! If you are smart, he is on your top ten. If not, right on the outside Ooh. of wrestler twenty twenty three, the Distinguished Service Award. Is that for like? That's like outstanding citizen. Yes, like essentially, uh, it's essentially an award that that you know they they kind of go above and beyond, if you will. Oh boy, I couldn't. I fuck Go Shiozaki. Go Shiozaki. <laughs> I wish. He looks Who's like been a wrestler that we we kind of mentioned? Um, I really wish I gave more about the. Anyways, uh, one that we mentioned that's kind of uh, been around, not only in Puro but a few stops stateside. Hell, to even throw a whole event. Oh, who's Hiromu? Hiromu Takahashi. Hiromu. Ding 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 ding. Okay, that's kind of cool. The Rookie Award. Okay, it's definitely not New Japan, right? No, no, definitely not New <laughs> Japan. I don't. Um, I couldn't even. Tell. Well, I mean, it, you could have won Suji. To be fair, Yuta Suji. Yeah. Is he true. technically a rookie? I mean, he came back this year. He had his first match as a non-young lion, but it's not him. Okay. Um, I'm going to go on a limb and say it's not anyone from Dragon Gate either, even though it probably should be. No, Dragon Gate, and it's not like this is their first year wrestling, per se. Okay, you said their year, so uh, that has to be a tag team, which the Saito brothers. 
Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Only two and a half years as pros, current All Japan World Tag Champs, and Glates Tag Champions. Yeah. And Ray Saito's in the deal, the DDT deal, deal. too. Yeah. They both were in the Champion Carnival. I hope he comes out. Yeah, they had a really good year. I hope he comes out uh, with the uh, Tokyo Sports Awards plaque uh, in in the Dio. As that continues, the best tag team. This is easy. The best tag team, according to the 2023 Tokyo Sports Awards. Well, if it's easy, it's it's Kento Miyahara and Yuma Aoyagi, but I bet it's not. If you're saying easy, that's correct. Because Shinjirai has probably been the best uh, tag team of the year. Again, that assumption is is correct. You you are correct on meaning they should have been, but you can astronauts. You can, oh, that'd be dope. Uh, one more guess. Okay, so this has got to be something. Oh, I bet it was uh, Bishiman. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I, I should have thought about that when you said easy. I didn't. Yeah. You 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 brought me to the room and I stood there and bumped no. me. I'm happy you uh, you took a shot, though. You win, you win Kobe uh, year two. I appreciate and I'm that. Thinking when, when, when I got Yuma El Yagi, I went, okay, now they're they're at least adding these people to the cup or to the awards, so maybe they're going to put them in there because they've been just incredible to take. Well, that's why I was surprised that they weren't, to be fair. But you have two <laughs> all Japan, uh, you know, kind of brethren champions, if you will. Um, Noticing this, champs- that, just to show you. Headlining half of the shows together, like I mean, it's no brainer. And it was a, and in a bad year of tag teams too. The Joshi MVP. I'm okay. intrigued to hear your take. I feel like I feel like I saw a spoiler on this because you know I don't like to, to not watch Stardom or get spoiled mm-hmm. on Stardom. There's nobody from Tokyo Joshi Pro who had that good of a year, so it's not no one from there. <laughs> Oz Academy's ace was Seori No, but she left for Stardom. She left. So no, yeah. no one at Oz Academy. Arisa Nakajima didn't do enough in in uh, in Wave because she was doing that American promotion. By the way, that American promotion that she runs, yeah, uh, did over two thousand fans in Miami. With Suri, yeah, with, yeah, and, and my my girl that we don't tell Julia about Maya Yukihi, my side. Is that really that's already started, huh? Yeah, and uh, Nakajima won the title from Unagi Sayaka on the first show, and they they did like over two k. That's that's awesome, actually. Yeah, that's that's really, really awesome. That's so, really like, because of that, I'm not thinking it's gonna be those. Um, so I believe at some point I saw a spoiler. Okay. Where Tam Nakano had both of the belts, whether it was just oh. she was going to wrestle for him and was holding him up, or it was actually really happened. So I'm going to say that. Uh that is correct, Tam. Because I, Nakano. I know I haven't seen the Julia match still, but I know she beats her, and I know uh, I know um, Mina Shirakawa beat Say, beat Saya Kamatani. And then I know those two feuded. So I'm just assuming it was title for title and Tam won, but I'm not going to look. Oh, yeah, don't don't look. Don't even utter those words. Uh, yeah, these... I'm still going to – look, I got time. I'm still going to try to get caught up in time to add matches. <laughs> like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have one of those freak weeks where I just watch nothing but stardom for like a week. 
Bless your heart. Uh, the Fighting Spirit Award. And it's not Katsuhiko the obvious. Nakajima. And it's not the obvious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, 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 um, Kennel. Ding, 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 ding. There you go. They got to get to know a guy on there. Um, best bout. Let's go best bout before we go MVP. So best Will bout Osprey, Kenny Omega, Russell King. Of 2023, according to the Tokyo Sports Awards, what is your second guess? Um, July 15th, Nakajima Miyahara. Oh, that'd be dope, but I don't think they watched that match. One more guess. And I will say this. I will say this. The reason is because it was a match that garnered a lot of interest and publicity. So I was going to say the same show, but I was going to give you Kiyomiya Kano. But with you saying that, I'm going to go Muda Nakamura. That's right. Ding, 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 ding. My my psyche said with people mad about the title not made of anything this year, maybe they were mad last year or this year or whatever. So this year, yeah. Nope. I can see why you put that in a fucking in a newspaper. And the MVP, it's going to sell papers, that's for sure. Uh, an outsider, a once former great, who's now an outsider, taking on a legend, uh, one of the last, or one of many times. Uh, the MVP, according to the Tokyo Sports Awards, <laughs> 2023 Pro Wrestling Grand Prix, MVP of Professional Puro wrestling um you said sonata what is yeah. your second guess oh they didn't give it to sonata <laughs> he can't he's fucking iwgp champ and he can't win it wow he's a bum mm-hmm. okay this see but he wins it like every other year so i don't think i think that's too obvious um. Okay, let's think out the box. Is it's not somebody in Noah or something, is it? Uh, no, Noah not wrestler. Like, not like okay. I was gonna say it, it's Jake Lee. No one from Gleets. <laughs> is it someone from New Japan? Uh, it is someone from New Japan. Don't tell me it's Okada or Naito. The reason why Muto's retirement and the climax winner, the man who you laughed, the leader of the group of the man who you laughed at not winning the MVP of 2023, <laughs> Tetsuya Naito, wow. who had to be told to lead up to that G1 climax victory to say, hey, Naito son, you have to pin me. <laughs> That's so. What I said under my breath. He, no, it can't be. He wins it every no, other it can't year for be. no reason. Yeah, when you <laughs> said every other year, I was like, oh my god, he's gonna say Naito. Because you're absolutely um, right. It is. Every, it's between him and who won it last year. Um, uh, let me, hold on. Let's, 2022 Tokyo Sports Awards. Okada. 
Okada. It was Okada. Best spot was Okada Osprey. Tag team was Okan Cobb. Outstanding performance was Kento Miyahara. Fighting spirit was Great Okan. Technique was Lindemann. Woman was Siori. Newcomer was Yuma Anzai. And then the grand prize honor was Anoki. In 1974, who was the very first the Best Bout Award? To? Antonio Anoki versus Giant Baba. Damn, that'd be tight. Uh, one more guess. Uh, Ricky Dozan versus Baba. Uh, third try. Antonio Anoki versus Ricky Dozan. <laughs> I was like, if you fucking get this. Antonio Noki versus Strong Kobayashi. Oh, I would have never got that. <laughs> That's right. But I'm happy Shingo won it in 2021. I forgot about that. And then, 20, you know, 2021. Naito. And then Naito, Okada, Tano, Naito, Okada, Tano, Okada, Tano. Naito twice. <laughs> I told you, man. That's he won it in, yeah, 2016 and 2017. Yeah. Shit. Then he comes back in 2020. Then he comes back. Is it literally years. always all Japan? For. So, Mo- oh, so uh, Takashi Segura, which is tight, 2010, he won it for Noah. Yeah. But after that, it's been all new Japan, dude. Yep. That's yeah, ever since Takana. That is in. Saying Tana Okada, Tana Okada, Naito, Tana Okada, Naito, Takagi Okada, and Naito. What does that that show you? What does that explain to New Japan? How does Will Ospreay not win just because he's a gaijin? I mean, no one, there's been no gaijin since what, Bob Sapp? Yeah. When he, I think he's the only gaijin to win it, and he won it because of his K1 kickboxing or pride fighting or whatever. Like, that's uh, why forget, he won it. Don't forget Kazushi Sakuraba. Wait, Sakuraba? Tight. <laughs> yeah, he won it in 2000. Hell yeah. Okay, fuck Did it. Did he fight Bob so- Snap in K1? <laughs> yeah, I think he, no, he, fought, he fought him in pride, and I think lost. Okay, so we're going to just do this because we're on a roll now, and I don't care. This won't, this won't take long. We're going we're gonna to play, we're gonna play a, a small game, okay? Ooh. If you can get this, I have six Dragon Gate theme songs. All are current, so it's nothing. I'm not bringing, like, real hazard at you or something like that. Like I'm not yeah. hitting you with uh, with uh, 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 CyberCog's theme from 2002, but they're all current, all six of them. If you can get all six of these correct, in in return, your prize, the next draft that we do, you get to pick where you draft. Interesting. I like that. Uh, I like that prize. So, you could pick, you know, oh, I like this concept. I want to pick first. Oh, I have too many people that I like. I want to pick four so I get the wraparound and get four and five. You know what I mean? Uh, pick yeah, wherever yeah. you want. Okay. So I'm just going to do, we're going to do these in order of, I think, the difficulty. Okay. Um, I believe, I believe this is the easiest song. 
and and I will play it, and let me I'll, I'll turn it down if I need to, and you can let me know when you have an answer. But this is the first song. Do, do you have a thought? That's tight. I have no idea. Is it gold class? Damn. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Uh, that, that is that is an incorrect answer. Jesus. Uh, the correct answer was uh, what the woman kept saying. D-courage. D-courage. See, I D-courage. Even, it was right there. <laughs> this is awesome. Okay. When you were like Dragon Gate, I was like, uh, I usually just fast forward to the match unless it's like Dragon Gaia riding a skateboard or Strong Machine J kicking those fresh moves as he's uh, freestyling and breakdancing to my heart. All right, right, next one. It was a little too easy. We'll make it a little bit harder. ガレットパーティーで始まるぞ。ビートは俺の宝くじ。ワンフォーダマネーツーフォーダショー。ゴー。ゴー。ゴー。ゴー。ゴー。ゴー。ゴー。ゴー。ゴー。ゴー。
Alex, do you have any idea? I mean, it's really good. Uh, gold class. That's <laughs> gold class. Final, final answer on his feet. He's going to fly over the sky. Fly over the sky. Gold class flying the final guess. Uh, who's flying over the sky? It's not Dragon Diet because he has cooler music. Um, uh, it's not Kota Minura. I, I don't know. He's flying over the sky. Diamant? No, Shun Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, you got two, Alex Shun Skywalker. Hell yeah. Fly over the sky. <laughs> context clues are not weed. Context clues and uh, uh, Pepsi okay. Zero do not help. This one has a really big context clue at the beginning, so let's hopefully, hopefully we can get we can get a th- three in a row. It's a winning streak. Two left. You ready? Here we go. Yes. That's tight. Uh, <laughs> is it Luis Monte? Ah, that's three in a row, baby. Let's go. I was hoping when they were like, the Mexican power. Yeah. When I heard Mexican, but see, I thought I heard powers. I was like, wait, a tag team? I didn't realize there were two Mexicans. <laughs> Holy shit. Is this guy, are these new? <laughs> He's pulling out people that haven't arrived yet. All right, and <laughs> last one. Uh, number six. I'm seventy-eight Any thought process on this final theme here, Alex? Gold class. I'm <laughs> sorry, it's not gold class. What's your final answer? It's not Zebrats. I, I, I almost put gold class in here so you would have gotten that eventually. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, uh, um, I'll give you a hint. Here's a hint. Yes, hints, hints. Help me, brother. What? Not Shima, but Yamato. Yeah, Yamato, baby. <laughs> Hell I didn't yeah. realize he had music. I just thought he walked out to sexiness and wonderful well, hair. I have to say, you went four for six, and the two you missed were the two that I thought were the easiest. <laughs> So in theory, again, I would have gotten six. Once but. again, as, as we said, D. Courage was the first song. D. Courage, D. 
Right there. That's fucking brilliant. So I just, you know, that in, in case brilliant. anyone didn't know what the first first theme was, it was. It was okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, uh, for for those for those of our fans that don't know, um, D Courage currently has the the open the Twin Gate. Tag titles, which are held by Yuki Oshioka and uh, his partner. Dragon Daya! Yeah. <laughs> so we get the double dose to decourage, baby. Let's go. <laughs> that fucks. <laughs> oh, great shit. I'm glad you came on tonight with me. When I texted you, I wasn't sure if I was like, oh, I'm just going just gonna to throw it out there and see what happens. And I appreciate it, and I'm glad we did, man. I had a lot of fun tonight. Yeah. Good show. Good, good show. We uh, definitely be coming back with the uh, Wrestling Observer News uh, Hall of Fame 2023. Again, they are the winners have been announced, but Ryan, Ed, and myself, uh, mainly Ryan, though, will uh, break down uh, the importance of all of these. And George Bruns, my God, really the Godfather of Piro, uh, and we'll learn this much and more. Don't forget to check out Sportscast Radio tomorrow night on the Blog Talk Radio Network. Uh, what time are you guys heading on tomorrow? Uh, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Lots to talk about. Uh, interesting Vikings win uh, over the weekend in Vegas. Uh, a head scratcher <laughs> to say the least. Another quarterback on the horizon. You know, the Vikings and Raiders set the NFL back 10 years after that game. <laughs> you know who didn't? The Chicago Bears as they decimate the NFC Central. Yeah, I said it. Uh, number one uh, team in the Detroit Lions. Hell yeah, so we needed Bears that. are still on the hunt, uh, which is awesome. Packers won, but whatever, they still suck. Vikings uh, have two games left against Detroit and are two back. Is we control our own fate here, Mini? Should the Eagles press the panic button after losing to Dallas? I think the Chiefs need to hit the panic button. Whoa, because of Patty Mahomes being a little uh, petty? Uh, he's they're, 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 they're coming down to reality finally because teams are finally figuring out how to play them, and they don't know how to react well, and that's hmm. because they never have lost. And this is where Russell we get to Wilson, see if maybe? they, if they re- hey, Russell Wilson leads the league in touchdowns. I think he's just doing fine. Um, no, I'm saying like when the whole Seattle, you oh, know, like oh, we figured just, you out. Well, I mean, I think, it, and not even like how they butchered that that Super Bowl with not running the ball. It's just yeah, teams yeah. are finally playing Kansas City differently, and you can see in their mannerisms they're 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 cranky, they're frustrated, they're mm-hmm. they're building bad habits of of not you know sticking to the game plan they're going rogue well, the press has been more shit. taylor swift and kelsey than the actual team mm-hmm. and you would think that would maybe help to get off of the off of the team but pressure they yeah. they keep having these these meltdowns where they're losing these games that they shouldn't lose or winning just barely and the media's giving it to them and they're not the darlings anymore you know that's that's tough should we just easy. hand should we just hand the San Francisco 49ers the Lombardi Trophy today? It ain't over yet. Vikings still got a shot. <laughs> we got, there's got to be somebody left that can play quarterback. Uh, Timberwolves, number one team in the Western Conference in all of the NBA. 
the Lakers winning this uh, insanely insane experiment that was the uh, in-season tournament. A lot of uh, fun. Beating, those were, by the way. A lot of fun. Shout out to the Pacers. Uh, but as mm-hmm. you told Andy Nowicki on Facebook, uh, celebrate all you want, but you will be losing tonight. And that they did. Uh, Wild getting a new coach, I believe, just about a week or so ago. Uh, the Twins not doing too much in the free agency. Not doing uh, too much. They're giving news, their whole team away. Shohei Otani signing with the NL Central Chicago. Co- oh, <laughs> look! The I went to bed West Friday. Dodgers. And, oh. I, I went to bed Friday night, and I was like, "Man, he's gonna go. He's signing with Toronto. He's not coming back. He flew up there tonight himself. He's not coming back." Yeah. Look. No, he just wanted the, to go to Drake's place and good. <laughs> if if the Dodgers or with the amount of people over the last two years that the Dodgers have let walk Trey Turner, Max yep. Scherzer, Cody Bellinger, I mean you name it, these guys that they just let leave because they were planning to have the the cap for Otani, if they didn't land this, I would have been very bitter. I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you. Because you built such a culture with this team and everything mm-hmm. was working. And then you decide to mortgage it thinking you could get one player. And we've seen where that's not worked for teams. That they've missed. Exactly. And, and then they turn into dog shit. You know what I mean? The New York Knicks. Or sometimes when they land that player, it doesn't work out either. Yeah. yeah look at the, the Padres had a bigger payroll than the Dodgers had last yep. year. And, uh, they didn't do nothing, but now you, hey, your you son's a me. fan of that team, so that's what's important. Well, yeah, he, of course he likes the guy who does steroids. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to say this this about that. the Every single team that plays the Dodgers in the first inning, they have to see Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, and Shohei Otani. That's that's scary. The bottom is of the line is stop dog pitching, team. correct? No, he's, he's he going to do – he does both. So, no, I know that, but I thought I – thought I heard that he's like after another year or, or whatnot. Just no, just this year he's done. not pitching because he had Tommy Johns. The surgery, yeah. But okay. then he'll pitch in twenty twenty five. But the way that they are starting to figure out how to do the surgery, we're seeing a lot of these guys come back without the issues like it was twenty years ago. Like he can still bat be an everyday player, um just not throw a baseball. So he's he so he'll still play every game this year. It just he won't be two way. Man, and ladies and gentlemen baseball Tomorrow, I will I will describe for everybody on the air why Shohei Otani is not just the biggest thing in, in pro sports, you could argue, but Shohei Otani is an economy. Interesting. We'll find that and more, especially going into a Saturday's last night of boxing at the Armory, Showtime Boxing. Uh, since it will no longer be called Showtime on the Cable Networks uh, in 2024 as well. End of an era, end of a lot of eras. But uh, don't forget ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Strong Style Media. WrestleCast Radio, I think. WrestleCast Radio. Uh, but don't forget, search Strong Style Media wherever you get your podcast. Uh, your Apple, your Spotify, no longer Stitcher, because that does not exist anymore. Uh, but, of course, <laughs> Block Talk Radio. So look up a strong style media, and you will find WrestleCast Radio, SportsCast Radio, and uh, the upcoming show, Amazon Mouse, coming soon, 2024. Uh, say goodnight, Ryan. Goodnight, Ryan.